Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash jreepodcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, gang, if you are in Ottawa, be sure to check out our sponsor for this podcast, Ward 14. Ward 14 is Ottawa's first and only consignment bar. That's right. Everything inside the bar is for sale. The bar stools, the bar tops, the board games, the fish. I don't know about the fish, but everything pretty much is for sale in this bar. They have a lovely food menu. They have uh, great specialty drinks. The staff are awesome. Uh, It's a quaint little place. If you're looking for a place to go in Ottawa, it's in the heart of Ottawa's Little Italy. Check them out. Ward 14, 139 Preston, right beside the fire station. Uh, Ward 14, sweet little consignment bar. Check them out if you are in Ottawa. Thanks so much. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Oh. It's, a, it's a throwback edition. Yeah, you, you got you that fucked all that wrong, up. man. Yeah. We're going back yeah. in time. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so maybe we'll start that one but again. But log that because that was great. We'll use that for next week. <laughs> well, no, this is good because we're live. So. Mm-hmm. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience Throwback Edition with Chico, Simon, come on, and your host, Matt Floyd. All right, all right. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to another throwback edition uh, of our series called This Won't Age Well. Uh, since Joe was away this week, we decided to give all of our loyal listeners a taste of the Patreon. So uh, we have a series on our Patreon called This Won't Age Well. It comes out uh, the first three Mondays of the month, or four Mondays if there's five, like this one. Uh, basically what we do is we go back into the annals of uh, Joe Rogan, and uh, we just pick an episode, and we see how well it's aged. Uh, for this one... Uh, we went to, I should mention too, we went a little backwards. Um, for some reason this week, we went to the Patreon for uh, some people to give us some requests. And the Patreon people, we posted that one. Uh, Today? Yeah. And then we went to the subreddit for some... Hey, we aim to please. Yeah. No, the point is we did it backwards. Steve-O should have been the one we released today, and this one should have been the one we released on Patreon. Either way, we're nice enough to give you guys some free content. Everybody uh, gets what they want in the end. That's yeah. what we do. With Joe away this week, there wasn't much we could do. So uh, that's what you got to deal with. No Joe, you got to throw back. Um, so we did Brian Cox. What number was it, Simon? 610. 610. So this was requested by who? Liam? Liam requested this one on our Patreon? That I don't know. 610. Yeah. So 610. Was it 610? No. Yes, it was. was. Okay, my bad. 610, Brian Cox. Uh, I will say for some reason, uh, someone thought Simon and I were really going to go heavy on the arguments in this one. Well, yet remains to be seen. I mean, yeah, I guess Simon and I will find anything to argue about, but... uh, I don't know. This one didn't seem uh, 
This one didn't seem like full of arguments. Sorry, Matt. I don't want to jump in here, but uh, I'm having a great week. Thanks for asking. I no, we a, don't do tomorrow, that. I was about to ask. No, <laughs> I, I, listen, I'll do this again. We don't ask how everyone's week has been. On I these fucking am throwbacks. conditioned Whatever. just to be greeted. Fine. Kamar, how was your week? Fantastic. I picked up my first Barbarian. Welcome aboard, SJLs. I think it's Sajels. Sajels, sorry. <laughs> you might as well get your fucking fans. My loyal right. Barbarian. Idiot. <laughs> I like how he says Barbarian because yeah. he has one. That's one it. fan. Yeah, he's just got the one. That's how it starts. Um, so just while we're talking about our weeks uh, <laughs> that Matt doesn't like, I wa- I rewatched Life and uh, Life 2. Is that what they're called? Those um, Netflix special? The BBC nature programs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. And those monkeys, I know Matt and I talked about it, but do you remember that? The, it's the monkeys who live up in like Tibet or something. And in the hot water? In the hot water, and, and they, they don't let the other monkeys in the pool. Mm-hmm. It was fucking horrible, man. Nature's metal. Nature is metal. And the worst bird, I used to think the worst bird was the turkey vulture, because they're terrible, terrible birds that are fucking super ugly and they spit acid at you. But after watching this thing, for sure, for sure, the worst bird and maybe the worst animal ever is the pelican. Pelicans are fucking horrible. Do you remember the scene in that where all the these other sandpiper things are laying their chicks on the beach, but they have to go away to find food? So they have to leave the chicks unprotected. And you just see it's like a gang of pelicans, maybe 20 pelicans. And they're just walking in. They find a chick, just put it in their mouth. The thing is still squirming around in their big giant ball sack of a beak. Natural selection, bitch. I love that he thinks that pelicans are terrible, but humans are fine. Oh, humans are the worst. <laughs> yeah, we're talking say. about birds. Okay, fine. Fair enough. Yeah. Because we're terrible. Yeah, I don't judge for birds. Sure. We, are, we are the most terrible. We are the pelicans walking around with fucking tiny Just little baby birds shit up. in our testicles. Oh, for sacks. sure. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to Brian Cox. Uh, we'll start with rating it. Simon, how many Jamies did you give this one? Um, I give it uh, 4.85. Wow. Jamies. Wow. Yeah. It was incredible. And just throwing in this in there. I had forgotten that this might have been the fourth Joe Rogan I had ever listened to. You just started. And it was what prompted actually you. showed me that this was going to be a show I was going to like. Wow. So yeah. this is true origin for Simon. True. Wow. True wow. origin story. Oh, yeah. Wow. wow. Kamar? I, I, yeah, I give it a four. I, I, I think I felt Joe was a little amped up in this episode. Like really talking fast. I, well, he's, a, he's an Uber fan. Hold on, for of the first Brian Cox. Okay, well, I yeah. just kept checking my phone to see if it was on times two or something. No, Kamar, I also agree because there was times where like, there was times where Brian Cox didn't talk for minutes. And, but Joe was. I sorry, I think he was really jacked. Just excited like, to have the genius was, yeah, in the studio. He, I think that was one of the guys that he really wanted to have on, and blah blah blah. He was just super geeked on it. Yeah, he was going on something. Yeah, he does. But I don't think he smoked weed because he wanted to grasp it. Like, he didn't smoke in it. So, Kamar, you give it a four, De- you said? Definitely wasn't smoking weed. I give it a four. I just found Joe was, like, going hard in the paint. Well, I'm going to give it a five. Whoa! Matt's first five! I've given a few fives. Matt gave Elon a five. Oh, my bad. I also gave uh, Gabby Reese a five and Miss oh, Pat. That's crazy. I've never given a five. Yeah, Simon's the non-five giver. I give some fives. No, whoever requested this one, if it was Liam, thank you. Fucking great episode. I'm sure I'd listened to it before, but you could listen to this fucking 
once a month. Oh, I definitely listened to it before because I re- right away I remembered some. I was like, right, okay. I, yeah, I think it's a good exercise. That some of these ones that are super smart with smart people, you have to listen twice just to have a just to be able to stuff try doesn't to, go over your head. Oh my god! This yeah. guy really though made it uh, digestible. Like when I compare him and um, Sean Carroll, Sean Carroll, like and Sean Carroll is supposed to be the guy to make it digestible, like night and day. I wouldn't say mm-hmm. night and day. I think if you listen, Sorry. To, I, I, I'm just saying if you listen, mid morning and early evening. Fine. I think if you listen to Sean Carroll, maybe again, more recently, you would maybe feel like he was more palatable. I agree with you. I think Brian Cox is more palatable. I also think the accent helps a lot. Really liked his accent. Um, he's, he's a rock star, literally. Oh, he's yeah, for sure, literally. So just before we get into this fiftieth um, anniversary of uh, Apollo, of what didn't happen, eleven. So, uh, way to go, way to go, America. We, we really appreciate it. And, um, they actually talk about it in this episode, but, uh, just throwing that out there. But I wanted to ask a question and maybe one of you guys have the answer to this. So the Russians sent a dog into space. Sputnik, I believe his name was. No, Sputnik is the satellite. Um, my bad. They how sent the, a monkey, didn't they? No, a dog. How the, I think f- they also sent a monkey. Maybe. But how the fuck does a dog in space work? I think they just want to see if it came back as a blob or it came back alive. Like just oh, Simon, thing. the idea is that they, they assume that a dog's, you know, insides work much like ours. Oh, I, I was just thinking the logistics of like, where is that dog going to the bathroom? How is it eating it? Was it there with an astronaut? Was it by itself? No, no it was I think by they itself. just sent it up. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it wasn't there for long and I... Th- Oh, it, it wasn't there for long. That, but I mean, still. well, that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, I'm sure they're like, if the dog shits and it's floating around, we don't care. Well, it doesn't. <laughs> like, it, w- it would be done in its suit, I imagine. This is a golden. Opportunity. Oh, you think they put it in a suit? I I'm love pre- this. I'm pretty positive. I love this. I'm pretty was, positive they put it in a suit. Yeah. Uh, this is a golden opportunity for you to write your first book. Everything there is to know about that dog. Why the fuck did they send a dog to space? An autobiography. Here's your title. I like an autobiography. <laughs> it's, Simon, it's, I'm the story of Simon's life. Chapter one, woof. Yeah. All right. Um, where do we start with Brian? Because this was fucking insane. Let's, let me get to the start here. I feel like this one was for me. Because this had simulation written all fucking over He it. mentions it. I'll, I'll say one thing is they bash the Kardashians throughout. or they, It's a running theme. Yeah. And this is uh, recorded in February 2015, four months before Caitlyn Jenner comes out. So sort of funny listening wow. and talking. Go, you ain't seen nothing yeah, yet, yeah, you Joe. Think it's, it's yeah, you think it's now. A lot hairier. Let's start here. Um, have I passed this joint? Yes, okay. it just got back to Perfect. you. Perfect. Um, what went on in this day in history? February 9th, 2015. Or how about what, what, what was going on in February of 2015? It's your favorite segment? Yeah, this is my favorite part. So um, New England beat Seattle in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, that cyber invasion of Sony happened. All the players' information got out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some guy named Gary Glitter got arrested for pedophilia in the uh, UK. Hold on, wait. That's when the that's when PlayStation gave all the credit cards away. Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe so. That was a dark, yeah. dark six months for me. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. They went offline for six months. It was terrible. Selma wins the NA, NAACP, NAACP Image Awards. Do you know what NAACP stands for, nope. Simon? National, you want me National to guess? Association for the Advancement of Colored People. Oh, how about that? I thought it was an actor's thing. It is not. <laughs> you were way off. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
best song at the Grammys was uh, that can't be right. Glad you did your research. Stay with me by Sam Smith, and oh, best yeah. album was yeah, Morning Phase by Back, a Scientologist. Yeah, right. right. Well, that's remember good that's what, they talked about it because fucking what's his name. Kanye was freaking out about how Beyonce should have won. Oh, that's right. That's, that's right. What, that's, that's how I know because Beck, Beck won that year and everyone was like, no, mm. Beck played every single instrument and wrote all the songs. He deserved Beck it. Beck deserved to win, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Which I agree with for sure. Fuck out of here. Beyonce's great, but the guy played like 42 instruments on his own album. Yeah, I mean, he he's a pretty amazing musician, Beck. I wasn't a yeah. big fan at all of his shit, but I can respect what he did. I was at the casino the other day, and I was smoking on the patio, and Loser by Beck was playing. I thought it was so apropos. Smoking weed on the patio? No, I was smoking a cigarette. I should have been smoking weed, because you can now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pass that to Okay, well, let's get into Brian Cox. All right, cause so... really just fucking... The, um... Where to start? Well, Jesus. let's start with what an amazing name Infinite Monkey Cage is. Yeah, great name. Fantastic. And it still upset people. Yeah. And it's still upsetting. Yeah. This is a less sense of time of her saying it's four or five years ago. I do think that he's not, I don't think he's well versed in trolling or sarcasm. Sarcasm, you'd think he would be because he's British. I felt like a few of those responses that he was responding to, I was like, that's clearly got to be someone who's either trolling or sarcastic, right? Like some of the ones he was reading back felt like, I was like, Brian, I think you're reading that too literal. He's just got a whimsical well, way he's about his British speaking. also, yeah. so. I got to say, too, I wish I had spent five minutes for this podcast. I had his accent fucking down pat in the car. And you just let it go. After two hours. Yeah, I was sitting there. Just everything he said, I, I said back in the same fucking accent. Great accent. Love Brian Cox. He was talking about how um, science is so um, unavailable, for lack of a better word, in schools. You know, they... It's just not fun for kids to learn, blah, blah, blah. And I absolutely know that to be a fact because this year I had to help my son study for his grade nine science exam. He is now doing summer school for that class. So good, good work, Simon. Yeah. Well, no, but I, I, <laughs> it just goes to show that it really, it, like even me trying to learn what he had to learn. First of all, I kept just thinking to myself, he's never going to use this. Zero times. Yeah. I'm, I'm 42 years <laughs> yeah, old. You've never used zero any of times. It. Yeah. Zero. And and I'm thinking to myself, there are so many interesting things about the world and science and they even when they teach that shit to us in school or to the best of my recollection, there was no excitement to it. There were, so even if it was an interesting fact, it was presented in such a vanilla way that because so many teachers just is going through the nothing. motions and can't get you excited. You well, hold on. Let's also let's also stop for a second. This is real inside baseball, but I assume one of you had to have had Mr. Chin. Yes. So there you go. I, no disrespect to Mr. Chin, but that made it impossible for science to be fucking fun or chill or cool, right? Right. Like, impossible. But I can absolutely, you know. I, I but no, hold on. I but I will guarantee. say this. I want to just, I wanted to preface that with something. A good friend of mine. Shout out to Mr. Chin. Yeah, shout out to Mr. Cleave Chin. High School. No, a good friend of mine, um, his mom was a science teacher at our elementary school. And she was super cool. And I remember her science class actually being enjoyable to learn. I was learning while I was also somewhat enjoying it. So Listen, uh, just me, a layman, yeah. a guy who's not a science teacher, I guarantee you I could put together a pretty good um, 
presentation. On Bigfoot. No, on on anything that was interesting to me. But that's the thing is, is what's interesting to you. I think the problem with science is that you can sit there and I would most likely agree with you that like we took nothing from it. But I think we did. I think at the end of the day, you learned from science. You just maybe don't use it so much in your day to day life. Like you and I have no use for the scientific method. But I think there are some things that subliminally we took away from that. Oh, cold? Come on. No, for sure. <laughs> I'm more thinking like he had to memorize the again. I'm just going to make periodic this up table because, well, the periodic table, at least that has some lasting value. You know, but I don't press think, I don't think he does. By knowing That's chemistry. What boron that is chemistry. Is. That yeah. is but chemistry. Hold on. But in, high, yeah, but in high school, in grade nine science, you learned chemistry. It was all encompassing. It wasn't until 11 it's, that, that you, you have a separate chemistry, chemistry, which is all math. And again, yes. like fucking worst, man. Anyway. Well, again, that's if you're bad at math. I was great at math. There is a way, especially with science. Science and history, I think. But, Math, much harder. But there, there are ways to make science and history like watching a television show. Hold on. I think the problem, too, is that we're saying this with 35-plus-year-old eyes. It's so easy now that we... like. Now it's easy to be like, man, history is incredible. I think when you were 14, you just didn't give a fuck. And I don't think, but hold on. I don't think there's much they could have done to make me give a fuck. Shy of making it like an action movie about Abe Lincoln. Or have tits involved with everything. That's it. Like, I just think, Simon, especially in this day and age with like all the, the extra shit that these kids have at their disposal, at their disposal, I think, I know what you're saying and I agree with you. I'm just saying, I, I think it's easier for us now at our age to say, oh, they just made it a little more fun. Because we now we're interested in science and history somewhat. You know what I mean? Like we listen to Joe Rogan religiously. I mean, but I think this is exactly the point: is that we were students who absorbed very little from our science and history classes in high school. We're now adults or parents, and we should now be able to. I don't know shift that a little right like if if we can see it then the young teacher should also be able to see it it's um, not it shouldn't do you think you're saying that uh he was he was sort of expressing frustration brian cox with like oh he, not, he was for sure do you not feel like it sort of echoed our most recent uh weinstein episode it was sort of the same thing that he was saying, you know, it's stunted and no one cares about this stuff because I think that's what the purpose of the portal is. Second episode came I out. mean, I'm actually um, amazed at how much you were able to absorb from that episode of Weinstein because I'm still lost. But I, so he came out the first episode with Peter Thiel. The second one is just him explaining what he means by portal. And I think it's made for you because okay, it, listen to it, it. it, it dis- disposes any idea of an actual physical portal. It has cool. nothing to do with that. Cool. It's just to generate excitement and get hold people. on. But There's, he should hold get on, zero on, more time. Stop, on stop, this stop, podcast. stop. No one here actually thought he, there was an actual portal. Oh, no. Did we? I didn't. Really? Yeah, I thought he was talking about Actually, portals. I, wanna, I still think he's talking about portals. <laughs> Even though Kamar says he says they're not physical portals, I'm positive he thought they were. You I've never, what? I've never. Like, he is definitely, this is, this he is, is like definitely almost, talking about physical portals. This he is almost, know what a metaphor this is, is. This is almost 40 episodes in, and I've <laughs> never been so close to walking off as I am right now. I mean, this is out of control. You don't, actually thought it was a portal. Don't you actually thought your he headphones. Meant, so all that shit I was talking, you were actually like on board with. No, I think that he... I don't think there are, well, maybe there are portals. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but he, I think he, no matter what is going on in these first two episodes, by episode 10, 
he's going to tell you about a physical portal. I think he might be wrong. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see oh, no, what no, happens. Hey, history. Yeah, sure. Either way, my, I think what Kamara is saying is that, okay, I'm just going to say this. I think that forever, there's always going to be only a small portion of kids that's that into history or that into science. And I think that we need to just be fine with the fact that if only 3% of kids are going to be that into science, those 3% of kids are going to be deep into it and they're going to end up being our future scientists. And I mean, that's how it's like, it, how it's many even, scientists were there a hundred years ago? I don't ago? even I mean, care about scientists though. I don't care if any of those kids become scientists. I, well, you do a bit. Well, I, okay. Sorry. That's not true. I would love more people to become scientists yeah. because the I world mean, if it made the world them, better. Yes. But at the same time, I just think it's important that you understand. Now, let's take something that you hope everybody understands. Photosynthesis. You know what I mean? But I'm telling you, the way photosynthesis was taught to me in school, like I'm lucky I even understand half of it. Yeah, but okay. So you just used a somewhat shitty example. Like where... Where in your in the last 20 years have you had to explain photosynthesis to the point where you felt like a dummy because you couldn't? <laughs> and imagine the advancement in tools for teaching compared to what we were doing, uh, I'm saying, 26 years ago when I was learning this stuff. And hold on, Simon. I also want to point out, too, I, I can agree with you that maybe in school how they're being taught is shit and boring. But if that kid is actually interested in learning, there's nothing to stop him from going home, going on YouTube, and being like, oh, now I fucking get it. Or, or reading Wikipedia or whatever the fuck. I mean. Absolutely. But you know what? Look, we all know that whatever the fuck they're teaching in school right now, it's wrong. So there's ways to make. In, in every subject, minus math, I'm just not sure. I don't know enough about um, how you would make math fun. But everything else, I think that there are ways to make it. So look, we want them to. We want everybody to retain information. We want you don't want kids just going in there and mailing it in. You want them to go in and actually be interested in the words that are coming out of the teacher's mouth. For me, most of the time, it was all um, it never felt like a conversation. And I think that if there were more conversations, you would be able to absorb a lot more information or I would have been able to absorb a lot more information. OK, I can agree with that. But I also think we. <clears throat> I think we're doing ourselves and the future disservice by thinking that the future is going to have to learn the way we did. You don't, you don't necessarily have to learn anything anymore. And what I mean by that is like, you don't have to have it stuck in your head, wasting space. Like if you want to learn how to fix a car, you used to have to learn how to fix a car top to bottom. You had to learn how it all worked. There's a YouTube video for whatever the fuck. If you really want to go and do it yourself, you can pretty much fix anything around your house nowadays with a YouTube video. You can learn anything. You're not going to like my answer to this. What happens when, when the, the power, power goes, goes out? out? Well, listen, Simon. We're, You're still going to have to know how to fix your car. You're still going to have to know how to... Uh, but hold on. Okay. To stop, build stop, stop. a in cabin your, stop. or plant in your a fucking, vegetable garden. In your or... wild scenario where the power goes out, though, it never comes back on. Right? That's the idea. It might. It may not, man. I don't know how this revolution is going to play. As long as you have potatoes, I think we'll always have power. Have you seen those potato clocks? Yeah. Potatoes off a light bulb? Uh, yeah. So you, you get a bunch of potatoes together and then you can power your computer. You know and, how to do that? Yeah. Oh, I have a YouTube video saved, yeah, right. saved on my phone. <laughs> save, save. Okay, just start saving shit, man. I'm no, but what I'm no, saying, man, man, Simon, I, is like... I, I hear what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Listen, if you take away the revolutionary worst case scenario shit, 
then there's an argument that these kids don't necessarily have to learn the way we did because they don't have to keep it all in their head because it's all at the tip of their fingers. And I think that's exactly my point. So like if you said to my son who loves playing video games, the way you're going to learn science is through some video game thing that they don't even understand is learning. Okay, but what I'm saying to you is what makes a video game fun is usually that you're not learning. So it, it's tough to make a first-person shooter all about photosynthesis. If you gave a student an option of going in and listening to their teacher talk or learning the same information through a kind of a shitty video game, you're taking the video game, you know? Mm-hmm. Or they are. I, I just... Well, it dep- uh, I pay that. I mean... It depends how shitty the video game is. I think that's what you're missing. And again, if we're talking about just making something fun, that's just about dollars. So sure, but you're also you're also talking about kids that are actively willing to learn. Brian Cox said it. He's like, if you poll most kids about what they want to be nowadays, their answer is famous. Yes, just Instagram famous or whatnot. Sure, even then, just the word famous. So you're talking about you're. You're talking about a generation that's sitting in class thinking, I don't even have to learn this because I'm going to be famous. So they don't. So Simon. If you're giving a kid the option, but you're forgetting the third option, sit there, pay attention to nothing on your phone, which is what most of them are probably doing. All the more reason why you should have that information in your brain and not be dependent on listen something to feed you that information when you need it. Hear me out. I'm not. I don't think we're there yet, Simon. But like, if you believe that this neural link or that all or that sci or that Kamar's fucking AI is coming, then these kids aren't gonna have to learn that stuff. That's what I'm saying to you. Is it's not. Yes, if the power goes out, there's going to be a few old people that can all of a sudden dominate because they know how to do shit. But I just, I don't know. I think if the future looks the way you guys keep arguing to me the way it's going to look, then I think they're going to have to change school altogether. And I think either way they should because this whole generalized schooling is ridiculous. I, I just like think, if they had, sorry, go ahead, come on. I just think there's a there's a prevailing... Um theme here of uh you know accomplished academics looking out and saying kids don't care about this shit anymore like we've well, got to get them motivated let's put it this way i personally i have learned a lot of uh information about the second world war from watching a band of brothers and b documentaries on on whatever more than school for sure more than school so if there was a way or or just as an and I don't even know if if this one is factual but Rome uh the HBO show Rome but if you if there's a way where you could engage and teach at the same time so I'm just curious your argument is that they should spend <clears throat> we've got 200 million dollars to produce correct Science videos for kids to learn better for every different grade for every different class for every different school a spoonful of sugar world. to help the medicine go down. You just take that budget from here we go the war machine. <laughs> Listen, yes, sure, Simon, <laughs> I don't know. but I'm just saying, like, okay, obviously that is a no, but this exaggeration. Is a, but hold on, but you're you're making the point for me, kind of like that all works. It, what you're talking about works. Band of Brothers is incredible. Rome is incredible, but. The cost of making those is insane. And if you put it in the school's hands, you're going to have some low budget like we used to watch. Hey, Billy, how about, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're just, I think just, about it. Simon. You're thinking old fashioned. I think I'm not. What is... I'm saying is I think in what I'm saying to you is they've been trying to do what you're talking about for the last 40 years. Yeah, we just haven't hit that. Um, 
No, my point to you, Simon, is that I don't think you're thinking about it like a 40-year-old man. You're not thinking about it like a 14-year-old kid because we don't remember what it was like to be 14 anymore. No, what I'm telling you is your whole Neuralink probably solves all of this. You know what I mean? Well, probably, but I mean... Because you'll be able to have these virtual classrooms and these... You'll go to Egypt to learn about the pyramids. Yeah. Look, I never even learned about the pyramids in But if you could put school. an Oculus Rift and go to the pyramids from your that's what I'm bedroom saying. or whatever. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that's, I but think, you'll, do, you'll do that in the classroom or whatever. I that, but I mean, I here, hold on. So, I mean, we're also forgetting that when you were in class, the computer that was in your classroom was 20 years behind the time. So there might be VR in classes, but we're 50 years away from that. And the VR they're going to have is going to be shit because schools don't have any money because they don't give money to education anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the real fucking crux of this is that there's no money in education. So we're not teaching kids shit. It's all just standardized tests to make sure that the principals and the teachers get paid. It's an interesting way to look at it. And hence why these academics are frustrated. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. There, I, I also could not imagine being a teacher in this day and age. I can't imagine being a teacher when we were in school. You throw a fucking cell phone in these kids' hands and all the power in the world, they already think they're God. I can't imagine being a teacher nowadays. Like, you have dude, to your tits out to keep their attention. How many Reddit videos do you see of a kid assaulting a teacher daily? Like daily, where the kid's late and the teacher's like, you're late. And he's like, fuck you, man. You know, like it's insane. Let's get into the science. Sure. Let's get into the science. It's so funny because uh, 2654, that's when they actually start talking about science. 26 minute of this podcast. And okay. I would, I would well, just feel each other. Out. I would also venture to say that in that 26 minutes, Brian Cox gets not a lot of oh, words. No, in. Joe that is... first 30 minutes is It's insane. Um, okay. So, and just, let's, I I just want to start with infinity. Can we start with infinity? Sure. Let's start with infinity. (laughs) (laughs) They put the monkeys, 10 monkeys in the thing and they all shat on the fucking (laughs) vibrators. That's a, well, first of all, that, so that was, well, wait, that was one response where I was like, I was like, that's a hilarious, like, I don't think that was a true response. I think that was someone making a fun joke, like Mm -hmm. a troll. Yeah. They put 10 monkeys in a cage with typewriters and all they did was shit on the typewriters. Like, well, uh, yeah, I don't know whether that was a joke or not, but for sure, I'm I'm sure that people were attempting to test that notion and just not understanding that. 10 monkeys doesn't do the trick. But maybe they know? get a the end. Well, I think the point more, Simon, was that all the monkeys on Earth don't make the point. And they're not infinite either. Right. No, that's my point. You Kamar, can't is that make the point because there aren't enough monkeys. Exactly. Yes. But I mean, this is what I hate about... I hate the infinite thing. Like, I just... It, well, that one really... I can't wrap my head around because, okay, so infinite monkeys writing on infinite typewriters, eventually they will write... Not they, one. That's the idea. Eventually one will write the complete works of Shakespeare. I can't wrap my head around that because... Because it's infinite, Simon. That's that's what you can't wrap your head around. Is we're human. We Everything for us has a number, no, no, has a no, limit. Yeah. So I, infinite is where we... That, and that's what... A, we live a finite existence. Precisely. We get lost in there infinite. There are going to be so many words that come out of that typewriter that eventually all of those correct words are going to come out in the correct order. Infinity's big. That's the idea, yeah. Simon. That's real, all... That's all real, it's trying... I think that's all real it's trying to... Big. That's all it's trying to... That's real all it's trying to do. Big. And yeah. the fact that the universe is infinite... 
is in even more. Well, of a what did he fuck. say right at the end? Well, no, my favorite is when he's like, we can't, he's like, no matter how fast or good technology got, no matter how far humans went, there's no way we could get outside of our own Milky Way galaxy. Right. And that no right. matter how fucking far advanced we got, he doesn't see it happening. Short of black hole, short of us figuring out how to manipulate a black hole and use it as a portal to get to well, other places. He, here's here's the only <laughs> here's the problem with with um Mr. Cox or not Cox. Who is this? Brian Cox. <laughs> with Mr. What Cox here is that he's a scientist. So he is looking at this. This is what we know. This is what we can do in 50 years. We could be here and we'll be able to do this, but he's, he's missing the X factor. He's missing right. The X like factor. he's the scientist. No, I get it. Look, he's not talking about the X factor. I get it. No, Simon, stop, stop, please. I think he was saying that even with some sort of X factor, there is not a fuck. What? Listen. No, 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 no. Cause exactly what Kamar said, if we learn how to harness black holes, well then everything's out the window, man. But he can't okay, say no, that but he because can't, that goes no, but he did. Science. No, listen, he said right away. The, the most ironic thing about this episode is Joe asked him about black holes and he's like, we haven't observably found one. And now we and have, have one. Yes. But stop. What I'm saying is like, think, okay, fine. So, <laughs> so rude. So Einstein fucking theorized black holes in 1950, 1910, whenever it was. In the early 1900s, Einstein theorized, and we finally have a photo now. 30 something, right? No, I think it was 1910 or something. Was Don't it? hold me to dates, oh, boys. I agree with whatever you said. Okay, anyways, go ahead. I, I can look up the theory of relativity. Give me two minutes. I'll do it. But the point is, is I just don't, like, if we if it took us 80 years to find what we theorized about, Simon, how long, honestly, do you think it'll take us to figure out exactly what a black hole is? I don't even think we could manipulate okay, a black hole. My for- point to you is this. He was saying that light years, it's 2.2 million light years to the closest galaxy. So that even if we sent a message, it's a 4.4 million return trip to get a message back. Those are all working off the rules of of gravity and everything that we know today. Yeah, I know. And he, listen, I, I'm not. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's ever going to happen. But that would be the one thing that breaks his uh, his prediction. Listen, uh, my problem is that you guys just say X factor for everything. Well, there's an X factor. It could be an X factor. We haven't mentioned it in a really long time. Ugh, fine, but, but you can't just... T- I won't say his name, if, but he's picking up where Brian's left off saying maybe we are not stopped. Maybe there is a way. I won't say his name. Weinstein. Weinstein. Yes, obviously. Listen... Right, like if he's sitting on portals. He's not. We just fucking went through <laughs> he's this. He's only on episode two. Oh man. my God. There's only two episodes. I, I mean, this is Let's it's funny because it's funny because we sat here. We, we sat here before. I was like, I don't know how Simon and I are going to argue about this. Yet here we are. Because we've gone through we this door. We could argue about this for infinity if we want or discuss this because it's infinity. It's impossible. I love when he's talking about infinity though. And he goes, yeah, 10. Ten's not very close to infinity. <laughs> yeah. No, my favorite was just perfect. My favorite was when, when he'd just be like, "Yeah, that's shit." Like when some, <laughs> someone would be like, "Yeah, they said like black holes oh, don't black exist." Holes don't oh, exist. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's shit. Yeah, I just yeah. like that. Yeah. Billions of galaxies, infinite. Billions. I thought so. That that really made me be like, you know the, what the, the simulation's real. You know what the biggest? Sorry. No, we all cut each other off there. Kamar should actually start. Yeah, where, where are uh, we? Just here? how he was saying at one point, um, we're pretty sure it's not going to snap back. 
the universe. Like, what if it does though? It just we're all going good and it's back to the size. He said, I think a softball. What do you say? There was the the mass. The uh, universe started the size of a tennis. Something ball, like yeah. this. Something. But, like but what? What if they're just wrong? They forgot to carry the two. And it's all coming back. I love how Kamara thinks for millions of scientists forgot to carry the two. You know what I'm saying. I, uh, I Listen. I, listening to this whole thing was the strongest argument for the simulation that I've ever heard. Yeah, the fact that he mentioned it. Of course. I just, I don't know. Like, think about the infinite... Think about the infinite galaxies. Infinite, the universe is infinite. There are infinite galaxies out there. It just, to me, it seems... I don't know. It seems perfect for a simulation. A giant... It all started from nothing, right? What's that? That's turning the power on. But when you think that, then you think there has to be life out there. Like It's just too crazy for us to be the only one. No, but they also... Hold on. Then they also spoke about, well, what if? You know, like there's there's nothing saying also that there's nothing out there. That we could... It could just be the crapshoot that we are the one spot. Which is the s- scariest, loneliest thought. Let's, that is. Let's not get off the simulation just Sorry. yet. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay. So Please, I'd love to. If, okay, let, let's, let's, let's play this out. So let's say it is a simulation. Yep. Created by humans would be the idea. Created by humans. Right, in, far in the future. Right. That's kind of where we're so at. So do we then... <laughs> If, if that's the case, if there are simulations, then I have to go with the probability that we are simply one of many, 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 many simulations that are running and we are not, are us right now are not the creator anywhere close of this simulation, right? We're... Well, the argument, okay. So, I mean, there's the argument, you know, Elon says that he has a tough time believing that we are in base reality. So if this is base reality, then in the future, the argument would be we would create the simulation. But the argument for the simulation, Simon, is that yes, there are an infinite number of simulations running side by side where something is either slightly or very different in each simulation. And in the simulation, we are sort of like just as important as a grain of sand is. They all play the same part, right? They're just there. No, I mean, I would... I don't know. I mean... Listen, it's all it's all just a bullshit theory. Like that's what we do. But we would have to assume that we are the creators, or sorry, the created, and not the creator. Our egos would want to assume that. But. Sure, I mean maybe it's. I mean no, you know. the, I'm I'm saying the opposite. Listen, I mean, it's like I said. There's you, you could also argue that that machines took over and are just simulating. I'm not talking about a matrix thing where they're using us for batteries, but you know, I I made that bullshit hypothesis that maybe. There are no humans left. That the machine is just running an infinite number of simulations to figure out how we started, or where we came from, how we came to become. But wouldn't the creators like put a failsafe that the second you said simulation, you said oh, men in black, and I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> Hold on. Well, no, because you could argue that maybe, maybe in this specific simulation, it, the idea is to see if you can create a being that is sentient enough to realize it's in a simulation. And it, that if it does, and that if it figures a way out, you know, maybe that's the end game, figuring a way out of the simulation. If it is a simulation, I, I, I personally think it has to be a mass um, multiplayer thing, as opposed to it being just me running a simulation for just me. So you guys are just peripheries in my simulation. I mean, that's an easy... I think it's like an open, well, open platform game. I mean, listen, if we're going in the simulation thing, neither of us is right or wrong. But I will say this. If you go off of 
today's technology, which is a terrible idea because we don't have. Right. That you but just hear me out. What I'm saying though is, if like most games now, where it's not like me, you, and Kamar in a in a multiplayer level, it's just the the level is created as you go around. Right. right? You're not necessarily, or at least that's how it used to be. I think now, like if Grand Theft Auto, the whole level. Well, no, the map exists because you can. Yeah, but what I'm saying, Simon, is it exists like only as far as you can see. There's no point in the in the computer creating the yeah, entire world. I don't. Uh, it, I Again, don't think this simulation functions. Well, no. What like I'm also that. saying is nowadays, I think it's different. Now, like modern Grand Theft Auto, I actually think when it loads in, the entire map is loaded in, and there's people moving around every inch of it. I don't think it loads in around you anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't grasp though the idea of. Um, Many, each of us having our own simulation that are all running um, parallel to each other. Nor should you be able to grasp that. I mean, you're not supposed to be able to grasp. No, any of I it. know, but even as like an explanation, sort of look. If if we think we're living in the simulation, then this is how it would work. I can't see how all of those things like we're sitting here having this conversation well, again, right now. Yeah. Three of our worlds have combined, or is this just my simulation and you guys aren't even real people? No, we're you know just part I'm of the saying? simulation. That's what I'm you saying. You don't even exist. So your problem is that we're too sentient to be part of the simulation, that we would have to be other people in the simulation. Cause I disagree with that. Sorry. What? Your, your point is that we have to be other people within the simulation. Like I have to be, a guy in this simulation with you. It can't just be Simon in a simulation and Kamar and I are part of the program. That's what you're saying, right? You don't like the idea that Kamar and I are not real people. Well, I mean, I don't like a lot of this. It's not what I like. It's what I feel would actually be able to work, I guess. But I'm going to go against what you're saying because Kamar is convinced that the X Factor will create AI that can think and that can be conscious. So my point to you is that you could build a simulation where you are the only real person in it and you're just interacting with simulations, robots, whatever you want to... Like you know. Westworld. Well, the, the, the robots exist. They're not just in a virtual reality. They're No, but what I meant is we're not robots. We're, the best example we're, is the Matrix. You're plugged in. Yeah, but I don't like going back to the... Yes, but I just don't like going back to the Matrix because it's the idea that robots are using us as batteries. I like the idea more that we've advanced and we're trying to figure out something about our past. Let's take a Terminator type scenario where robots have maybe taken over. So and figured out time travel. No, 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 not even time travel. Let's just say robots have taken over. They've destroyed, you know, humanity. There's only a few of us left and we have no record because like Simon says, we keep everything plugged in, right? So let's say it's been a hundred years since the last human record. If we can create simulations that can replicate the universe why would we not run tons of them to figure out our history or figure out how we got here? You know what I mean? That's I, I, I don't know. This is the beauty of it is it's unprovable. That's why they don't like talking about it because scientists can't disprove the theory. And does my simulation actually last the... You see that... And again, if we were all in a giant simulation running Well, together, Simon, you're forgetting too. Your simulation goes like that. Your entire life, your simulation is the snap of a finger. It's done. It's over. Right, but like, I know it's tough to understand. Oh, it's that's inex- so hard. I mean, theoretically, of years old my stars, program yeah. ends, but the program continues to run. Sure, but what I'm saying is the whole thing is done within. Listen, if you're running, if if you're trying to figure something out about people, then the argument would be the entire simulation 
a billion years, whatever plus runs in one second. Just the snap of a finger. Because <coughs> you have... Right, because you have the computing power to do that. Why are you yeah. letting me live out um, a life when they whatever, can just fast forward it? That's, years that's it. However long. So it's the snap years. of a finger. They figure it all out, right? Then a- again, then, though, if that was the case, then Simon, it's infinite. Why this are is, we having this conversation? Like, you, why are we even here? Then it would be. Well, we wouldn't know. That's the idea. It's a, they're simulating something. Like, why does it rain diamonds on Jupiter? You know does it I, rain diamonds on Jupiter? Ra- one of the planets, it rains diamonds. Yes. I'm glad you took that back. Well, so I'm pretty yeah. confident. Yeah. They, they You've never been to Jupiter. Some, uh, reason for it? Well, no. Again, it's the chemical composition of the fucking of the planet and this and that. But do you, do you see what I'm saying? Like when you find out that it rains diamonds on another planet, does that not just seem like the, the simulation run awry? I mean, yes and no. I guess I don't. That... Well, no. Like, like so. You're you're a kid in your room, and you can create because that's, that's what they talk about too. Is who created the simulation? Who is it? Is it is it some kid in his room who can create the simulation? Can you create whatever simulation you want? I mean, this whole universe seems like kind of the workings of a madman if you think about it. Like you would just you would just run all sorts of crazy shit, and then oh look, this one planet. Like we're assuming that if this is a simulation, then it's being run for some sort of benefit of mankind. Sure, it and could just really, be the Sims. All of the right, exactly. This could this, be the future Sims. This life could be Billy Joe, seven-year-old yeah. science project, whereas another life, yeah, I don't. Which know. is why you need sleep because you have the program has to shut down because the person has to have a life outside of this or whatever the fuck. I mean. Again, the beauty of the simulation argument is that it ties up all the loose ends. Every loose end we have in humanity is tied up with the simulation argument. Well, I mean, they make that same argument with religion, Matt. They tie up all those loose ends, too. No, but I'm saying in this one, they're actually tied up. It's not just... It... Well, what I'm saying, Simon, is like, oh, why did you see a ghost? Like, well, it's an ish- it's a glitch in the program. You know what I mean? It's it's a piece of code that's... And, and why did you see a ghost? Because people have souls, and when they die, those ghosts are... All I'm saying okay, but I'm is saying they're is the same thing. They're not, though, because we live in a world with computer programs where we understand glitches. You understand a glitch. You don't understand a soul. Yeah, we understand that glitch because in this computer program glitches are there to exist just like ghosts are there to exist all i'm saying is no, if that's it's a terrible argument. if it's an if it's Shit a simulation argument. then it they're the same it's the same what why does religion even exist in a simulation well because in this simulation they're testing religion they probably have another simulation running where religion never came to be you know what i mean i don't know i mean like i said there's a tr- there's an infinite number of simulations running that's why i wanted to bring up infinite first because that's why i like the idea in the men in black you know the very end of the first one and it's yeah, where the you see the balls. With the balls yeah yeah and the, the universe goes out that's how i imagine it to be but if, again how can you imagine this there's something that much bigger that's the universe is a little waiting pool in its existence but I mean, we have all these talks because I think they, they hit the nail on the head. Like, we're too, we're far too afraid. We're far too afraid of the idea that we are it. And our brains are too minuscule to grasp it. Well, we're just, it's, it's, it's too hard to think that we got lucky in the crapshoot. It's just a fluke. That's it's it. Just, everything's a fluke. But and wait. I'm telling you, when you, read, when you read Sapiens and Homo Deus, you're going to realize that it is nothing other than just a fucking wild wild fluke well and and i think that's where my problem lies is that when you look at the magnitude of some of these what you want to call flukes it just seems like it 
can anything work out? Well, I guess in a in a universe full of monkeys, anything can work out. But do you think you well, search on, though, for stop. reason? I want to. I want to also. Can we? But like wait, this, wait. Can I, this is so important, and I, this just dawned on me. We are monkeys, so a monkey did write the works of Shakespeare. There's no infinite. We had one. One did it. We are from monkeys. A monkey wrote the works of Shakespeare. Okay, but that's not what they mean. They mean like... I know, uh, but if you think about it in reality, like, I know that's not what they mean, but I just... Well, then just you dawned on me. rephrase that thing. Uh, take a, a infinite amount of monkeys over an infinite amount of time and you'll end up with... The simulation. Something. No, well, my point is just like, it. you know, we had that monkey. That monkey wrote... That monkey was Shakespeare and he wrote Shakespeare. Like, it's... I don't know. It's interesting. Did you guys learn in this podcast what constitutes a species? Remember, he's talking about a species becomes a species when it can no longer mate with whatever it came from. Yeah, so it's like like a species becomes a species where it can no longer mate with where it. Came so Simon, from. it's like this, like a you like a horse you can't fuck a monkey. A horse and a donkey can fuck, and they will have an offspring, but that offspring is a sterile. mule, and it's sterile. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, like a liger, but the same thing like dogs, like any fuck dog can everyone. fuck any other dog and it will have a viable offspring. So they're part of the same species. So we became a species when we started so once fucking we, Nia- Neanderthals. Is that what you mean? No, because like we went. No, because when we fuck Neanderthals, they assume that only a small portion of the children made it. That's why we have Denisovan and Neanderthal in our DNA or Neanderthal in our DNA. Well, we have more than that. We have like three others that they don't even know what they are. You got to read Sapiens. Anywho. Fair point. Where were you at, Simon? Are we Um, done with the simulation? I think we should get off the simulation. Yeah, 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 I'm fine with that. I just thought it was, I don't know. He talked a lot about some shit that was making me think. The fact that he mentioned it, yeah. You just wouldn't be able to move with all the fucking monkeys. No, the monkeys wouldn't even be able to write on the typewriters because they would be so jammed in with another monkey. It's infinite space, Simon. I know, and you need infinite monkeys. Like, it's just monkeys. It's all monkeys, you know? Simon's having so much trouble with infinite. Floor to ceiling He's not understanding infinite. Oh, no, I get infinite. So fill this room with monkeys. Floor to ceiling. No, you're not understanding infinite. Wait. And then expand that as many times as it can. That's forever. Infinite. That is. I infinite. still think he's having trouble with it. <laughs> in your infinite, in your infinite, in this thing, I think in your head, it's so big that these monkeys have space to lie around and you know work the typewriter from their back or on the beach. Or what does wherever the comfort the of these monkeys have anything to I'm do just, with anything? I'm just saying these monkeys are going to be so jammed in together that it's going to be very hard to type. That's it. I think he's just being... Um, I have no idea what the fuck he's saying. He's talking about the semantics of the comfort of the monkeys. That is correct. And how they're going to be too uncomfortable to write Shakespeare. It, it will be very tough. And it did, might be impossible. And did he say for a couple million years after the Big Bang, you couldn't see anything? Like there's so much light and stuff. Like Not that there's anywhere to see something. But yeah, he said light couldn't get through it after, uh, for a couple... Uh, I think it was a couple hundred thousand years. The fuck do you know that? <laughs> just you know, like I, I they, take his word for it. They know that through an equation. Of course, of course, but it's yeah, just but still it's like insane. <clears throat> oh yeah. Listen, the fact that so Kamar, this is crazy. In that book I was reading, they talk about how they. I think it was Pluto. So before they knew Pluto was there, some fucking guy did a bunch of calculations, and he calculated that due to like. Um, some gravity, some gravitational pull that he found in space, he theorized that he was like, if I put my telescope here on this night, there should be a planet. And he did it, 
Do math or whatever. Yeah, and he found Pluto. And I'm sitting there, and just like you, I'm like, how? Like, and how do how does an equation get them to fucking know anything about the beginning of the universe? Like, this is all so beyond me. I also think that the person that picked this episode wanted to prove how fucking stupid we all are. Yeah, well done. You've done it. Um, <laughs> one of the things he said was like, so the guy theorized the Higgson particle. Yeah. 80 years ago. Yeah. And then just recently after... Oh, his reaction. Billions of dollars that they spent on that CERN collider. Yeah. They, they proved it. Yeah. His response was the best, too. And it's nice to be right sometimes. Oh, the, the, <laughs> the, the guy, when they asked him, what do yeah, you think Boson, about that? that's his name. Very right? humble. Yeah, Higson, and then Joe was like, in America, yeah. be like, fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah, particle bitches. But did they also say that the CERN collider made the internet? I thought he said some of that. But uh, just in, in, in comparison, they were saying that the guy figured out how to split an atom. Simon, that one you didn't pass. Yeah, he did. Because I he? smoked a bit of it. Oh, well, you didn't pass it to me then. But that's possible. Um, the guy, they, the guy split the atom, then four years later. I'm good. I'll do a bong hit. Whoa, that was flippant. Um, it was more aggressive than flippant. It wasn't either. The guy split the atom, and then four years later, they made the nuclear bomb. Like, huge stride. You know well, what I mean? Well, speaking of that, very interesting was uh, so Charlie Duke is the astronaut, and his father that's saw the, the Wright brothers fly the first plane and watched his son step 40, on the moon. I think it was six. 60 or 40 years later? 70 years. Within, like, within a 70 year span. He's in the field. Dude, that, think about that. We came so far, so fast. Like, yeah. well, to that guy, anything's It possible. was all just blah, 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 boom. Well, the best too is the guy that split the atom. They asked him what it was useful for, and he was like, fucking nothing. Shit isn't good for anything. And I feel like it's, we're starting to slow down in this advancement. Like, what has come from that CERN thing, which is just insane? You know what I mean? Like it's it's been running for years now, and they smashed the particles. But was the internet? Well, know. listen, the internet is just connecting two computers. That's all the internet is. So maybe they need the internet for CERN to work, and that's how it sort of helped. Well, I mean, I believe you know, I believe the internet started at universities. What universities, I don't know, but it was just a matter of hooking your computer up to the university's mainframe computer. That was that. But it's almost like... Didn't he talk about it? He was like... He said he went to his buddy's house and his buddy was like... Tried hooking the internet up a few times. Maybe it was in the book I was reading. He said he tried hooking the internet up a few times and it didn't work. And then finally, like, they actually got... Like, they heard the shitty sound and it connected. Yeah, and then he's... Apparently when it connected, he's like, awesome, what now? And the guy was like, well, nothing. (laughs) We're connected, yeah. He's like, yeah, I can see what's on the computer at the school. And he goes, well, what do you use that for? And he goes, well, nothing now, but like... But I got an idea for this thing called Facebook. Yeah, yeah. No, I I mean you're right. Like there's th- It just seems stunted. Or or It doesn't seem stunted. But it, the same way what Simon's saying, we've come so far so fast, but listen, is we, it We've come so yeah, it is We fast. don't understand. Either way. I mean, hearing things like that make me believe that, you know, you're more likely right than I am as far as the X factor. Well, I mean I've always warms I've, the cockles of my heart. Hold on, I've forever said that. 95% of things I predict on this podcast, 5, 10, 20 years from the ro- down the road, will be wrong, 100%. And then Eddie Murphy gets a Netflix special. Okay, except for that. But we'll <laughs> talk about that on the post, on the No Joe post show. <laughs> Simon seems angry. No, I'm just, uh, I, ha- I had a lot on the simulation. Oh, so oh okay, we can go I'm back just, to it. I'm back just to trying Let's... to sort through some of but this But I'm stuff. saying it's all right for you to ask me how I'm doing today because this is a special episode we're putting out. 
Yeah, that is true. It's not like the normal. Um, We're an hour into this, and you're still pissed that I didn't ask how your week was. I digress. Okay. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I had a lot to a lot of things. We'll do it in the post week. show. We'll do a post show. <laughs> My God, this is fucked. It just sets the tone, Matthew. Um, I'm trying to keep some continuity. So, no one's blaming so you. So if again, assuming we're in um, simulation, and this is just personal opinion on your part, do you think that what we see that this world that is in front of us is it a representation of? And again, we're going to assume that we are not the original creator; we're simply another program running. Um, is it a representation of? the way it, the past was like, is this the way the world was and now they're replaying it for us? Or is this a, do, do you see what I'm driving at? Well, the beauty Simon is that if you assume that, that we are in a simulation, which you are, then, then they have good record of everything after 1980. Like once we started putting everything digitally into stuff, they have, do you know what I mean? So they would be able to recreate everything after 1980 fairly accurately mm -hmm. just due to photography and video. I mean, think about it right now in, in 2019 with just like with just Instagram, Facebook and Google cars driving around, they could map, they could pretty much map the whole world and what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Just given the amount of photos people take and post the geotagging on those photos, the fact that Google has cars in every major city driving around mapping everything, it really, if you think about it, it's not a hard... Oh, it, no, they, they could definitely recreate it. Sorry. I think my question to you is, are we seeing... Are, are they replaying us in a world that has already existed? Or is this just a figment of somebody's imagination what? and that never existed like that and the world that you know somebody is running this simulation from is zero like earth because I mean, that's Simon, just that's, yeah, we, i know it's very you're asking it's me very like weak. i have an answer no yeah. it's a personal opinion i feel I like know, that I mean, was an attack you're right i just my brain <laughs> uh, yeah. i mean simon you're the, that's the thing is you could the argument, too, is that this simulation could be an eight-year-old created this code in his bedroom, and this is the simulation that he's decided to run based or, on whatever he thinks. Or the simulation could have started two years ago, and our kind really is the pioneer, but we're simply a two-year-old computer program. Well, what the fuck was happening ten years ago when we were... I don't know what the world was like. Maybe it was exactly like it is now, and they're just running out... Um, like Matt said, a million different simulations because they blew up their planet in, or a super volcano hit or whatever, a comet, or they set off too many nukes and it's two guys in a basement with a computer trying to fix or world. it's like I've, but I'm or saying it's like I've said 20 years ago, we were sitting there playing poker. You're saying that may be just a figment of our, that's part Implanted? of this. No, well, Kamar, program. your program could also just start where you have a memory of your life. Okay, that's Boom. fair. All it right. loads up, and you have memory of thirty-two years, and you just start as if you're. It's Tuesday. Mm, I guess the only way to find out is to die. Yeah, I guess. How morbid! Indeed, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, that's the big. Uh, that's the big fuck you, right? If you, if you, uh, when you perish and you find out that. 
whatever if whatever on the other side is so much better and you've been slogging it out in a life that you don't like that's something they never want you get, get there and then you kill yourself because you're like fuck this man so i mean you could also <laughs> argue you could also argue that we've gotten so far advanced that so think about humans like certain animals are born and they walk instantly and they're pretty much that's it like their parents leave them so like they're born and they are a fully sustainable animal right away. They have to figure it out or they die. And mo- and you know a good portion of them figured out. Maybe humans have just figured out that hey, we can hook babies up to a computer. We can simulate an entire life for them for a week. So they sit in a they sit hooked up to a thing for a week and they actually live an entire life or what they believe is a life. It's only taken a week. It's like a DMT trip, seems quick. And then because of that, maybe all of a sudden babies are you know, at four, you're a fully functional human. You're just small. Well, what could put a wrench in that, though, uh, maybe jumping ahead, is when he talks about hanging out with that uh, tribe that doesn't understand possession. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. They live on the volcano. Yeah. And they, and they don't know what to yeah. have something is. It's not a concept. There's no such thing as stealing because there's no such thing as possession. Yeah, but what does that have to do with what he was saying? Well, did someone just throw them into the? I I, I would assume in a, a full simulation we'd all be possessive or or whatever. Like it's just weird that these outliers are just well, no, to outside give you, the hold grid on. or whatever so, to give us to give you another example. I mean, they're almost a living agent civilization. Well, Simon, you I mean, Kamar, you could also say this could be someone's vacation. Your vacation could be to go and live a life in nineteen. 19- you know, from 1980 to 2050. But in your head, it's like a DMT trip. That's Dude, that's so crazy. Well, that works with the light or travel. So think about it. No, but think about it too. So you could say, I want to go and be a tribes person on a volcano where they don't have possessions. Boom. You're weak. You're, you know, you, that's your vacation. And they plug you in. And it's only 15 minutes of life. But to you, it seems like you lived a 60-year fucking... I mean, I don't know. Simon, there's also the argument that in the future... There's going to be so many people and so many poor people that it'll be easier to just hook people up to virtual reality where they can live a better life. And they're just like, like in the Matrix, they're they're fed through a tube and they live in this virtual world where, you know, things are better than the life they would have outside of that virtual world. I don't know. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't know. We need more weed. We have more than enough (laughs) weed. (laughs) I don't think that's the fucking problem. An infinite amount of weed. Well, not quite, but we could definitely write the works of Shakespeare. Um, so the the CERN Collider was the biggest machine ever built. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a neat stat. It's a neat um, stat, but again, what has it done? Well, it's proven that they understand about uh, quantum mechanics and, mm-hmm. and things like that. It, they were able to prove uh, Einstein's theories. They were able to prove the black hole theories. I mean, again, not sure why, especially if we're in a simulation. I mean, I'm not sure why any of this None is of it matters. Uh, at all important, but um, he seems pretty geeked on it. I think, again, you're using the simulation as a negative, whereas maybe, like I said, maybe we're trying to figure out where we went wrong. Maybe so they, the simulation right, exactly. is key. Maybe they have to. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. You're right. I'm looking at that. The they way. have to use those proofs or what are they called? Facts or scientific rules then to base the next calculation to move forward because you need a constant. Well, and like now they can say, yeah, the universe is real. We can prove that. Which I, I, is that, a weird that's thing. something. A little bit of a canoe. Simon always talks shit about my joints. Um, 
might be something to do with this particular weed. Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, the universe was the size of a baseball. That's what he said, Kamar. And in it, it has enough, in that one baseball, there was enough energy to power 250 million galaxies. It sort of sounds like a nutsack, eh? <laughs> In a weird way, yeah, though, you know, because sperm. sperm has millions of sperm in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, too, Einstein's theory of relativity, 1905. 1905, okay, yeah. all right. I was five years off. And 2019, one man has said he wants to see if he can take it somewhere else. I won't mention his name. <laughs> what? Weinstein. Stop Weinstein. doing that because I don't even understand the point you're making, and then you don't say his name. What? Sorry, what are you saying there? Ryan Cox is talking about how... The theory relatively is like the law. Relatively. Yes. All Re- your relativity. The th- no, the theory of relativity, we're all related. Is that what it is? No. No. Obviously. What the fuck are you talking I about? Don't know, I was trying to make a stupid joke, but okay. um Mission is, accomplished. Oh, don't worry about it then. If it is, was a joke. Is relatively related to the speed of light. Um Relativity e equals is MC that what squared. You're saying? Relativity. Yeah. Well, I can't say the word, obviously. You guys want to fucking shame me? Do you want me to read it? In 1905, Albert Einstein determined that the laws of physics are the same for all non-accelerating observers and that the speed of light in a vacuum was independent of the motion of all observers. Uh, This was the theory of special relativity. It introduced a new framework for all of physics and proposed new concepts of space and time. Einstein then spent 10 years trying to include acceleration in the theory and published his theory of general relativity in 1915. So I was just five years off on both ends. <laughs> uh, in it, he yourself de- on the back. In it, he determined that the mass of objects caused a distortion in space and time, which is felt as gravity. Two objects exert a force of, attra- of attraction on others. Sorry. Two objects exert a force of attraction on one another known as gravity. Sir Isaac Newton qu- quantified the gravity between two objects... When he formulated his three laws of motion, the force of the force of tugging between two bodies dependent of how massive each other is and how far apart the two lie. There's a lot. There's this is it's all good. It has yeah. to do with light speed. Okay. And the, the, the key to light speed is that the faster you go, the heavier you get. Well it has to do more with gravity, Kamar, I think. Mass. And again, well, it's energy equals mass. Uh, what is Brian it? said if you have no mass, you could go to speed of light. So that must be what be the X factor is, is to eliminate mass, if that's possible. Brian. Cox, the person we're talking about. <laughs> what you, the you, fuck? I, okay. All right. Sure. Fine. Do you, you know exactly what I'm saying when I refer to Weinstein and everything? Yeah, that I he got said you. He said the end of his podcast, I think we can change what Einstein thought. I think we could travel speed light. That, yeah, to, to make portals, to open up portals to other galaxies. You didn't have to use the P word, but okay. yes. Anyways, yes. Um, so real scientists, and I'm using real, these guys are actually out there looking for alien signatures in space. I think that's very neat. Obviously you would. Obviously I do, but that's cool that this has nothing to do with the woo-woo guys. This is actual... And like Car- they chose Carl Sagan to um, craft the... We send out like a signature that's a message to another um, species if we find it. You know, it says a whole bunch of things. Anyways, but that's very much like um, one of our buddies was telling me about this science fiction book where we're sending out this signal and we finally get this signal back and it says 
stop sending that signal. They're going to find you. Oh, someone else is looking out for us. You know oh. what I mean? It's kind See, of that, a cool idea. That's good science fiction. Yeah. And that I can get my eyes around because you got two things. Who are they and who are you? Right. Who are warning me? Right. Yeah, exactly. That's super yeah, exciting. It's very. Uh, that's fun. It's, it, it is fun. Um, yeah. So. What are you reading over there, Matty? Uh, just a shitload of stuff about the fucking theory of relativity. And at one point they talked about Neil deGrasse Tyson coming back with the Cosmo series, which I think is now gone because of his alleged Me Too well, incidents. Well, he, he was uh, going to be a guest on this guy's um, panel. Who are you talking? Who are you talking? Who got Neil, me too? Neil deGrasse. Lawrence Neil Krauss? deGrasse Tyson. Oh, Lawrence Krauss. Oh, that's too. what I was supposed to ask right at the beginning of this episode. This guy's still good. Because usually when I like someone, oh. it turns out that they've been disgraced. Well, he's or, been uh, he's he's returned to the podcast since. Remember he, to promote yeah. the series. So this, this is why Joe Brian geeked Cox. out so much. Brian Cox has been back since. No, but he's still good. He hasn't been me tooed. He hasn't been. Uh, no, nothing. We're good. Great. Found on an island with young girls. So he said that every star that you can see has 10 Earth-like planets around it. Mm-hmm. So we cannot and be alone. You, and just when like, I'm at the cottage and I, you, know, you have a chance to look at the stars minus the city and you can see, I mean, you can't even put a number on it, right? It's it, a, it a million plus stars just in your um, line of sight. Which are 200 million years away and a billion years behind that, there's but more. But each of those have 10 Earth-like planets. Like, of course there's life of somewhere course else. There is. They, we, we, the arrogance of the monkeys to think I, that that that's not the just case. you talking that thing that there's some sort of line that I bet you looks like almost like DNA of planets that go from a planet starting to us to a billion years from now where what will look like on Earth whether that's mm-hmm. well, brimstone what, or what shit. was he saying he was saying 38 billion years. That's how long um, the universe has existed, or Earth has existed. No. Approximately, it it's the Earth. no, it's thirteen point eight billion years is the universe. Thirteen point eight billion. Fine. Thirteen well, thirty-eight point, is a lot more. Thirteen point eight billion years to get to civilization right now. Yeah, to okay? our to where we are right now. Yeah. Even if there are other planets out there that are able to sustain life the same way we are. <laughs> like it's again, the chances of us finding them at the right time in the whole scheme of things. Like, uh, I don't know man. what the right time is, but yeah, I understand that. Well, the right time, meaning like we earth was in a Goldilocks zone, right? Everything had to work out just right to make all these things happen. The sun and the moon happen to be this distance away from the, each other. That just lets everything work perfectly. You know, um, like I just heard the other day that the moon is actually a piece of the earth that got hit. The The earth was hit with an asteroid or something and knocked this piece of off and it ended up being the moon. I don't know. I don't know. But when you look at the planet earth beside a picture of the sun and they do scale, you can't mm-hmm. see the earth. Right. Yeah. And the sun is the whole page yeah. or whatever. It and is. each star you see up in the sky is, is 10 a times yeah. the size of the sun. What's really crazy is when they put other suns beside the yeah, sun. Yeah, and the sun, that's, and the right. sun that's becomes where you're dwarfed. Like, Holy mother of fucking I mean, God. Of, of course, it'd be cool to figure out light travel and just be able to do that, but we're, it's not going to happen in our lifetime. But that, that's why, hold that's on. That's, obsessed from all I want to just go back to it real quick. That's why I'm... Unless. Hold on. That's what I think is the strongest 
X Factor. The strongest. X Factor. Oh, my God. Go ahead, Maddie. Strongest. No, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Strongest evidence. No, let's move on. Towards what? Come on. For the fucking simulation. It's just yeah. that we won't, we can't get to all this. We everything won't and we can't. Everything was too perfect? No, it's just that we cannot, we never, like, we're not meant to get to all this because there's other simulations, right? You know what I mean? Right. I just don't right. think it's, I think it's insane that we found it. I think it's a, I mean, the fact that we know what we know fucking shocks me. Well, and the and, fact that these guys have worked this out using math is and, even more and using insane. only... 10% of this machine that they have at their disposal. No, but even then, think about 1905. With, with, Hold on, stop. Think about what we had in 1905. And then think about Einstein figuring out this shit. Yeah, only using 10% of his brain. Who cares about the 10% of his brain, Simon? Think about what he had at his disposal in 1905 versus now. Dude, think about what Copernicus had at his disposal or Galileo when they were sure. like mapping the but stars. Hold on, but I'm talking about, we're talking about this guy figured out black holes and the theory of rel- the general theory of relativity, which, by the way, um, ugh, fuck, what is it? Hey, it would go to facts. But he was saying 50 years ago, if you had a billion dollars, you could not have made an iPhone. No, you couldn't because it took up fucking 10 rooms. So the formula states exactly that energy can be calculated as the mass multiplied by the, st- by the speed of light squared. That's the theory of relativity. I just wanted to hammer that one out. It's like two plus two equals four. So Joe asks him if he's afraid of AI. So it just goes to show you, Kamar, he's been asking the same. Oh, yeah. No, no. Nothing to be afraid of. And this is pre-Lex Friedman, pre uh, a bunch of people have come on since. Oh, you know what? What did he say about AI? I don't remember. Uh, he, he said it'd be fantastic and cool. He but He said. <laughs> well, he said he doesn't think it's coming along, right? He said thousands of years away. Yeah, he yeah. said it, he's not afraid of it as in like a sentient. Uh, Terminator type thing. Yeah. Well, again, we can't figure out our consciousness. I don't know how we could put it into a machine. That's what we've come to. Yeah. They they talked the about last the, six months. the Fermi paradox. That was crazy when they yeah. brought that up. Yeah. I was like, but he. Well, that's where he, he almost heard this first. He almost like kind of glazed over it well, in his because, explanation because they got stuck on the Van Neumann machines, which I thought was a very. Um, so the idea would be that a Van Neumann machine, he's the, the uh, scientist, the guy who invented it. So we get to a point where we're able to make this machine that can go out and explore the galaxy and it's able to self-replicate. So we would be able to, not us, or, or some other species would be able to not leave their home but be able to explore the world, or, or the universe rather, um, but we would have come across one of these machines by now, especially if they're able to self-replicate because they never run out of gas. They're always going. They're always just pushing forward. So that again, that falls into the Fermi paradox, which is, yeah, of course these things exist. We all agree on that. But where the fuck are they? Yeah, On the other side of the universe, making their way here? Because that's what the Fermi paradox is all about. It's it's the agreement of all of us that, yeah, of course, we're not the most important monkey and there are other planets just like us out there somewhere. But I'm submitting but how come this we podcast might be the first time you heard that. The Fermi Paradox? Yeah, and I never even yeah, you didn't uh, put, put it together, together when, when we got that email. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what so I'm, I'm thinking. That's another origin story. When you re-listen, it's just like, oh, oh yeah, I, th- I feel like I know this information. But I don't understand it. But I mean, at the same time, like as we say all of this, 
we could be the only ones. <laughs> we we just I mean, as unlikely as that is, it could just be the biggest fluke and we are we're it. And that's a fucked up thing to think about too. It's impossible. I mean, I sleep at night cuz I just I'll never know. You'll never I know. I could live to be 100 and I know that I'll never know. And it, it, it well, X factor or not. No, in, X in, factor or not. Whoa. I wasn't going to say X factor. I was going to say unless when unless you could you come back as something else and this all starts to get maybe you have a chance of someday if you live enough simulations. But to bring it around to what you're saying. <laughs> Notice I said good, simulations good work, and not Simon. lifetimes. Good work. Matt. To bring it back to what we were saying earlier, like this stuff is so much more interesting to think about when you're a kid and you don't have um, you know, responsibilities or adults. You're just like of course, I, I would could sit around and talk about this for around a campfire for the rest of my life, you know. But life steps in. Like, what does this have to do with anything? I disagree with you. As a kid, I couldn't have this conversation. What? That's all I talked about at cottage is looking up the stars. As sure, a kid, there was aliens. Exactly. This guy's so full of shit. You didn't have Fermi paradox. No, talks I didn't know any of these words, but I was like, "There's got to be aliens out there. There's got to be more." What are I think it was a fourteen word question. Religion stuff. Thinking about that. Absolutely. Really? Eh? Absolutely. Would you just see the stars are up there? There's, I, I once you see ET, right? I just don't think I was thinking At a eight? lot about aliens back then. Even with ET, even with all of those movies pumped, I don't think I ever like Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Like, what are we doing here? I mean, nope. I saw that later on in my life, though. Uh, so this is why you're so excited about aliens now. You just got point. into them. Simon, like that joint again? Yeah, sorry, I, I I wasn't six years old on my fucking front stoop hypothesizing on why I can't see any Van Neumann machines. <laughs> Again, I didn't know the terms. It was just Kamar. I didn't know the terms. I knew the Van Neumann machine was out there. I just didn't. No, but I called them things I'm going to see yeah. eventually. I didn't know they when had a name. When you were a kid, you didn't think Star Wars was real. Like, oh. I thought it was real. No. Well, I'm going to piss a lot of people off here. When I was a kid, I wasn't a Star Wars fan. So uh, Star Trek. When I, when nope. well, definitely in, wasn't a Star Trek fan either. In my adult life, I am a way more of a Star Trek fan than a Star Wars fan. But I thought that shit was going on. Like, obviously, it's going on somewhere. Mm-hmm. I guess or, I just really wasn't uh, into space. As and a kid. I guess I, maybe I was just so disjointed from, I don't know. Like I just, I don't know. I, maybe, I, maybe I was stupid. And I just saying, didn't think about anything. This is the kind of shit I thought about all the time as a kid. Or I just don't remember thinking. I don't even remember when I was a kid. Especially when I did mushrooms at like 16. What else are you going to think about? But Kamar, yeah, sat, okay. Kamar sat around at Hold 14 on. thinking, I'm yes. going to do a podcast. I really want to do a podcast. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know what, what a podcast are. is I don't yet, know what they're but called. But when it comes out, I have to do one. yeah. I, I, there may be a shred of truth to that. <laughs> um, at one point, uh, they're talking about the greatness of life. And he says, uh, but in the big scheme of things, we're just transporting Kardashians through the universe. <laughs> Cage monkeys. I thought that was great. Um, and then I they, would, My favorite would be if we traveled, if we finally figured out how to travel to another universe and we found life and we got there. And they also had their own Kardashians and they were just as popular. You know what I mean? Like we do all this shit. We get there. We land and they're just as shitty as us. Just plastic in the ocean. Just to show how you shitting in the lake. Yeah, like yeah. the Kardashians show up in every simulation. That's what I'm saying. Not yeah. just one. No, no. They, they are vital to the program. That's running. it. Yeah. It's um, what's it called? Bread and circuses. It's something about the mass of her ass. Right. Keeping everything in check. Have you heard that term before? What? Sorry. Bread and circuses. No, they were saying at the at the fall of the Roman Empire when everything's falling apart, they were just giving people bread and throwing 
fantastic gladiator sports or entertainment stuff. Just to keep their minds off how shitty everything was. How it was all falling apart, yeah. Yeah, I read an article the other day comparing the fall of the U.S. Empire to the Roman Empire, and they used exactly what you're saying. They said when the Roman Empire fell, just what you said, and then they were like, if you look at America right now, it's all fucking cooking shows, and they're just trying to give them their cake, and I was like, this is unreal. It's Wally, which he which he referenced in this, which you Joe hadn't seen. Area 51 is just to um, get people's attention off something else. Did you not see the meme I sent you? The Drake uh, meme with Joe's head on it, where it's like rating Area 51, and he's like, uh-uh. And then it's like rating area S4. And he's like, uh-huh. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I said all along. There you go. That's why I fucking sent it to you. They talked about um, whether knowledge could be passed genetically, right? And he was saying, no, we know well, of no Joe, mechanism. But he doesn't know that. that. He doesn't know that. No, no, no. He was saying that but, we know of no mechanism. But, but he doesn't Joe, know that Joe was, background. Yeah, my point was, was just Joe was the one who was really. That's what he thought. Yeah, he just said I don't I don't believe there to be. But yeah. Joe was the one that was like, but we've gotten exponentially smarter. Do you well, know? Joe was asking about fear, and mm-hmm. that was the one that I, you know, we're <laughs> we know that kind of like the rats across the the world that there are certain things that are just ingrained into us to be afraid of. Is that not pretty much the same thing? You know who you had to have on with no, that's Brian genetics. Cox is Paul Stanley. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. So you're saying that is genetics? No, because you're talking about genetics through changing from one generation to the next. That's not how fucking evolution works. We we are if we were evolved to fear certain things, which is why we still fear them. You're not just gonna. It's not like I have a kid and that kid is automatically gonna pick up all of my life shit. That was the point. Was that? Mm-hmm. But if a new fear comes, how long do you think that takes to pass on to your children? But he was. They were saying that in certain animals it happens very fast. Well, in animals it's very different, right? Because certain things, like Matt said, don't stay with their parents at all, and right away they have to survive, and they have certain things imprinted on them. I have to get to the ocean. I'm a That's turtle. It. That's what I I'm come saying. out of the the sand, and I have to get to the ocean. But that's what I'm saying. It's it's genetically. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It comes from. It is genetically, but from from years of evolution. It's, that's of what I'm saying. Ago. It doesn't happen. Like Joe's argument was that it happens in like a 20 year span. That you live 30 years, you have a kid. That kid's born well, and has right. like it your experience. Is it well? Because what they were talking about was if you're smart. Yeah. You, yeah. Does that necessarily mean your kid is going to be smart? Because you've gained a lot of knowledge. And no, we know the answer is no. I know smart people that have not. dumb kids. I know dumb people that have incredibly smart kids. What so I, I noticed, though... And- that would be a very interesting um, research experiment to go back and find all the geniuses. Not for us to do. I'm sure it's been done already. But what everybody's parents were like. And what's the correlation between like smart parents and extremely um, important children and you know, yeah. vice versa. I found it would keep happening. Like Joe would just keep asking anything and he would clearly say well i don't know i'm not a chemist or i'm not a biologist but this is what i think based on what i know can i point out too it's the best after after like the eighth time of him being like to be honest not my field uh but this is my opinion the best is at one point joe goes yeah, I mean, this isn't my field of study, and I'm thinking, yeah, Joe, we fucking know this, dude, is, this isn't was, your field of dude, study. Dude, that was the best. Like, I turned to yeah. Haluma in the car because I listened to the very last part on the way back this morning, and I said, like he has to tell us that. Yeah, Joe, no, I no know this isn't the UFC. This isn't my field of, of study. expertise. <laughs> yes, Joe, we're well aware. That was funny. Uh, For all the new listeners, this isn't my field of expertise. I like how... Um, he was talking about when he did the thing for American TV versus um, 
British TV. British TV. And for the British, at the end of the show, they're talking about, you know, the meaning of life. And he turns to the audience and says, so what do you think? And that's how the show ends. Yeah. And the Americans, but in America, they want it all wrapped up in a yeah. bow. So they're like, so could you give the answer? And he was like, what? The answer to the meaning of life? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, could you wrap that up for us? And he said, well, you know, you guys are all scientists here. So if you have something you want me to say, I'll be happy to say up. it. Yeah. So ridiculous. Um, oh, and I did. This is I've this didn't really have a lot to do with uh, his area of expertise, I don't think. But I like when they were talking about the civilizations not being eternal, meaning that, you know, the Egyptians thought they were the end all and the be all and then they were gone. And then the Greeks thought they were the end all and the be all and they were gone. And then the Romans thought they were the end all and the be all and then they're gone. And we think we're the end all and the be all. And then we're gone. You got it. I also want to say to Brian Cox, because uh, he was talking about the BBC and how important it was. Yeah. What do you guys think of that? Well, the well, BBC, hold on. First Bigfoot show. Hold on. The on BBC. the BBC. Well, no, okay. It's a public broadcaster. Wait, That's go, more the what go, I think. Go, yes. Go, go. No, we're on the same page. What I was going to say is I think the BBC is great and the BBC does incredible work. Uh, we have our own. Uh, uh, you don't feel the same about the CBCA? Fuck no. Do you see a billion? Do you? I do not see the billion dollars we spend on it every year. We spend a billion dollars? That's how much. Oh my, I'm not and, paying my taxes and you ever don't, again. You don't get one life. You don't get one Congo. There's you know, Nova. There's you know, no Nova. You know what I'm no, saying? They don't, that's there what I'm saying. Shit. Oh, what was so our, This was the well, point. No, you, you get David Suzuki. The nature of things. I will throw you off a cliff. <laughs> well, I'm just saying something. Throwing I'm a definitely bone quitting out here. this podcast. Oh, there it is. So... I think the problem is Kamar might actually hit the nail on the head. The problem with the CBC is that it has to be predominantly Canadian content. Oh well, there we solved it. Whereas I don't, I'm not Next. sure. I'm not, <laughs> sure, I'm not sure. Well, no, but the BBC, I guess, like they have Oxford, they have fucking, they have a ton of people that are willing to do this stuff. But my point was going to be like he was talking the BBC up. Like, why doesn't the US have it? I mean, the US has PBS, which is, I guess, all right. They have Frontline and they have some good stuff. But like no, the but CBC. Is nothing compared. That's a public broadcaster. Yeah, you're right. These yeah, are na- the this is our yeah. This is our this is our government owns the CBC and it's fucking garbage. Like I think you have Doctor Who because of BBC. Like it's maybe I'm not sure, but they're obviously funded by the government, just like our CBC is. But our CBC is so just one side, just trying to appease oh, grandmothers or something. I don't. Know. I'm not even talking about the politics of it. Oh, I'm just there. talking about sheer. There. What I I just because I don't want to get into the politics of the CBC. I just want to talk about the content. Yeah. Like and if you're telling me we spend a billion fucking dollars, Jesus Christ! Someone's someone's stealing. It's all do- it all went down the fucking nose of CBC Hawking in Canada. Yeah, no shit. That's crazy. Because yeah, the BBC. I've seen enough good programming to be behind it 100. percent CBC. Where do I start? I've never seen one big Thank show you. on the CBC. I, yeah, like, need I say more? I want my buddy back. Yeah, it's that's fucking absurd. Um, can we talk just a little bit about going to the moon? Because he said some interesting stuff, I thought, about how going to the moon actually changed the course of uh, technological, the technological trajectory for it was the a, United States and for the world. It was a portal, in, if you will. Ugh. I thought it was crazy that, he, that they think they got $10 back for every dollar they spent on it. In uh, well, he was saying in uh, yeah. advancement, and yeah, technology yeah, well, exactly yeah, 10 to 20. Some, some, sorry, just, some... just before we move on, can we all agree that like portal? That's a well. It's just a dirty, bad word we don't say on the JRE anymore. 
Well, okay. If you want to use it in the right term, I have no problem. Like if I used wanna, it earlier, not if referring to. You want to use it in the right term, but I, we can no longer give credo to this until he explains what he's talking about. Until he comes back with an ancient monkey head. There, that's that's the only you. thing that'll make Simon thank happy. You. He comes yeah. back looking like he was in Jumanji. A and at that of, point, I drop portal. <laughs> a picture of him next to one of the Easter Island heads as they're sculpting. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. You know? I will not let you come crawling back. Oh no, I get portals. <laughs> So yeah, so back to sorry the, uh, the you know landing. ten times yeah. the the money back, and what was really poignant was he said so you know everybody or most of the people working at NASA at that time were thirty and under, which is amazing in itself. But A lot those, of them were Canadian. I don't those know if you know guys, that too. no, I didn't. Those guys after you know their stint in NASA then went to work for it's NASA, NASA, no W, NASA. For NASA, they went to work for Lockheed Martin or Boeing. Thank or you, Boeing, Microsoft, whoever. Things that that Sorry. now you know make this world a much better. Or I don't know, maybe a better place. Did they open Google or Apple or? Real quick, because I knew I threw it in there. Yeah, Simon, I don't know if you know this, but when the when we when we uh, scrapped the Avro Arrow. Avro Arrow. That was Canada's first plane. The plane. And that we were, plane. we were trying to break mock whatever with. Right, yeah. When we scrapped that project, uh, there was a shitload of Canadian engineers that all lost their jobs, obviously, because that was Canadian government funded. Uh, apparently, NASA came and scooped them all up. And they oh. said they were game changers yeah, that to was, the fucking that NASA was program. Operation Igloo. Yeah, maybe that was it. But sh- no, I just I can't I use know. that word. No, I'm saying, though, li- literally, the, apparently they brought over 30 Canadian engineers out of a team of like 120 Dude, that's what they do man you know that right i'm just saying but i, I feel like those play it's not like those people are special they're just imagination got captured at some age and then they just brought out the best of them to contribute because everyone wants us to be involved in returning to the moon this time sidebar india just went to uh the moon you know, I've been thinking a lot about Russians. Sorry to cut you off, Kamar. Did India go to mo- India? Went to the They're moon. They're sending a rocket to a rover. the oh, dark but not a man. side. The dark side. Why of is it rover? everyone's going to the dark side? Because they want to fuck up nobody, China's nobody's rover. Nobody's been to the dark China's side. China. We just got there last month. Yeah. But it seems like it's really popping off right now. This moon. Yeah. The dark side. We're really going to see a lot of the footage of all the stuff that's up there. That's been up there for fifty years. I'm excited for that. Well, that's very cool. Very well, it's great because if they didn't land on the moon, you know, there's a bunch of Americans sitting there like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> or they got to figure why they have this new interest in going back to the moon because, like, we got to get back up there and put some shit that looks like it's old. What did Jason? Three there, flags. Yeah. There are supposed to be three flags up there. covered in dust. What did Jason Gold? Jason Goldwatch put on Twitter the other day. He was like. Google photo of the three guys that landed on the moon press conference and look at a photo and then Google the 1993 World Cup winners. And he goes, tell me who looks more excited. I should have used that in our debate. You did. Dude. There you go. It didn't work. You know what was such a cool moment in this podcast is he finds out about X Machina. Yeah, X Machina, sorry, yeah. for the first time. I know, I thought that was, yeah, I was like, wow. This podcast. Brian Cox had he already had never, seen it. Yeah, he yeah. had never even heard of it. That's Joe's favorite movie. I know. It's Kamara's favorite movie, too. Hold on, I also want to say, for like a fucking astrophysicist, this guy Brian Cox gets to go to the fucking chillest places. Oh, 38 he's... countries in the past No, I'm not even talking about years. the countries, dude. He was like, oh, I went to look at their, uh, I got to use their, their VR. And Joe was like, what was it like? He's like, oh, I had to sign an NDA. But like, yeah, he had been to every space magic or something. The company was called. He was talking about, dude. He had been to literally every incredible game maker. Tried all the fucking 
Like he's seeing movies before they come oh, out. Speaking of games and movies, this might be a stupid question, but movie versus video game. Like the best movie. Sure. Versus the best video game. What's the bigger moneymaker? Video game. The games. video game for sure. But without without the just selling the video game, not selling no add-ons. Bonus you're saying? Packs well, no, that you can't do that though, because like Grand Theft Auto, Grand but, Theft. Auto, oh no, just hear me out. This is a big one. Grand Theft Auto Five, which came out when I lived in Vancouver, so four years ago, five, almost five years ago, they're still making a hundred million dollars a month off that game. Mm-hmm. So it definitely matters. You can't. And, you can no uh, longer sit there and say I'm talking about just the sale. You have to still go. I mean, I will say this, Simon. They tried to do the same thing with Red Dead Redemption, and it failed. It didn't fail miserably, but they're not pulling in that kind Nobody's of bread. Nobody's buying packs. The Avengers I mean, Endgame is two point eight four billion. Sorry, Avengers Endgame is at two point eight four billion, and it's made the most. Two point eight four billion, and what's but the hold most on. that's ever made oh. off of a video game? Je ne sais pas. Uh, I can pull that number up now, but <laughs> that'd be great. I think I don't since think... you mentioned a movie, I like to play my favorite game. All right. How much did X Machina cost and how much did it make? Oh, it was so fun. Okay. Uh, you want to go first or me, Maddie? You go first. Okay. Uh, X Machina cost $13 million to make. No, it's got to be more than that. Are Tw- you kidding me? $13 million? Okay, yeah. go ahead. No, That's no, no. your guess. No, no, it's not my guess. I'm my winning. guess is uh, it cost $24 million to make and it grossed. Um, a hundred and ten million. Okay, I'm gonna say it cost forty-six million dollars to make, and it grossed one hundred and twenty. Why I love this game so much. You see, I got to make an expression that I don't give you anything. Yes, right? yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It cost it. fifteen million dollars to 15? make. Fifteen. Fifteen million. Wow. And it only grossed thirty-six point nine oh, million. Oh, what a flop! That's it's a, a terrible it, it's return. It's a commercial on flop, but. Critically, like it's yeah. one of the best movies ever. It's wow. a terrible ROI. Wow. Mm-hmm. Terrible ROI. Oh, I love that game. I love that game. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he just finds out about Ex Machina. And I found out for the first time that Alex Garland wrote Ex Machina. Alex Garland wrote The Beach, which is one of my favorite books. Some Not people. a terrible movie. So what makes that guy but a such... terrible translation from book to movie? What, wouldn't you love to... <laughs> he, he, he should have that guy. Alex Garland, for sure, exactly. man, like, for sure. How that he also wrote Twenty Eight Days Later. Simon, I didn't know that. Can I can I point something out that I had never even thought of? Yeah, man. Um, the highest grossing video game of all time. I, I don't. Even, I doubt you'd even guess it. Oh, can I guess? Yeah, please. I'll give you three guesses. Come on, you can take three, two. If okay. You want. Um, well, can you tell me something? Can I ask one question? No questions. Okay. No, no uh, questions. Pac Man. You're right. Yeah. So, but again, my, but hold on. My point is that think you about it. Let me guess and then tell us. Yeah, you're right. I could have, but no. Um, <laughs> Some game. Simon, the Who point. Who would you have guessed? Simon. Pac-Man. The point Pac-Man. is that, <laughs> the point is that Avengers Endgame is like, its cycle of making money is almost done. But then it'll sell DVDs and nope. then what? it'll stream. It'll sell DVDs? No. It'll, it'll they be paid Disney Channel. Channel. They paid. Simon, okay, fine. They might sell a few DVDs. He's mad at you. No, I'm not. I've, I'm thinking that's funny because even me, who was the very last person buying DVDs, I finally have switched over to download. There we shit. go. I don't even do it. They lost me. It, they're done. So do you see what my Your point is? Blockbuster's done. My, Cut the cord. Yeah, Simon, my point is like Pac-Man was released in 1980 and it's still making money to this day. So it's tough to argue like. So this is my question about Pac-Man, okay? So okay. 
back in the day they were selling an Atari cartridge. So is it just what now they're selling a disc? Is it when, emulator? When people buy one of those handheld Pac-Man games, you can buy at Future Shop now. Does that count towards Pac-Man? For sure. Is it anything to do with like how are they quantifying boxes. this? Well, th- that can't be it. It has to be a video game, right? Or is it anything with Pac-Man's logo on it? No, we're talking. I, I think we're talking about the game. The game, yeah. Well, you said he's right, but what's the number? What do they have it out of making? Five point four billion. Boom! Double Avengers Endgame, almost. Well, but Avengers, you that? How long has Pac-Man been around for? Since nineteen eighty. But my point is, I is think I Simon, agree with him. The cycle of it generating income. Yes, you're is right. You're right. Because who's going to buy Endgame after? And this? Marvel Nobody. just announced seven more movies that are putting out by 2021. Yeah, and they're putting out their own streaming things. So you're going to pay one membership and be able to watch all those movies. Yeah, right? I so I mean, here's here's another weird thing. Like Pokemon is considered the franchise is considered a video game franchise, and they're saying that all media. Pokemon has made ninety billion dollars. Yeah, but since that's nineteen ninety six. I mean, that's, that's all the peripherals, dolls, all the, everything. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it, but no, no, but no. you but you were kind of asking like which is bigger, and I said video games for just this reason, like Mario, for example, another you know staple in video games, thirty billion as of twenty eighteen. Okay, I'm gonna try and pick like uh, that's why Twitch. Here, is let me just give you an example. Movie, Hold like, on, take Spider Man or Batman and give me the number. You know, well Simon, Call of it's Duty. Not gonna compare to Avengers Endgame, but Simon. No, 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 no. Go ahead, Matt. Call oh. of Call of Duty, which is just straight up a video game. Yeah. They're not they're not merchandising a lot of stuff for that. Right. Seventeen billion dollars. Okay. Now I know that's multiple that's multiple games, but I mean that's a pretty big Oh, that's for the whole That's um, for all Call of Duties. Yes, yes, the whole franchise. That's that then give me the whole franchise of Avenger movies. What's the total? You know what I mean? It's twenty four billion. Or it's oh. seventeen billion. Is it? Yeah. For all Marvel uh, all Marvel World movies. Yeah, Pac-Man, 14 billion. Street Fighter, 11 billion. They saying Star Wars, the complete franchise, is estimated at 65 billion. Simon, FIFA? Wow. FIFA's made them $10 billion to date. The game. Yeah. Mm. And that's off no packs. That's just the game. Grand Theft Auto, now They don't really billion. have any much merchandise probably, eh? Who? FIFA? No, they have no merchandise. Well, I guess they do. I guess everything FIFA is their but no, ball, that's not included. But that's, that's FIFA, like that. That, no, but that's FIFA the league that makes, makes EA that money. Sports, you're talking. About. I'm talking about EA Sports selling the game. They've made ten billion dollars. So, I just think, I think at the end of the day, games will win out. That's why you don't see a lot of movies anymore. When you go to the theater, it's Avengers playing in ten theaters, dude. When we went, if you went to the movies in the '90s, there was ten different movies playing in ten different theaters. Now you go, there's especially, five movies out at one given time. Especially in the summer, eh? what do we got? Like, like right now, Lion King, dude. Right now, it's, it's there's flop. seven movies out. Well, you go to Toronto, right, and uh, all ten theaters are showing the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. What just Ridiculous. happened there, Simon? Literally, I was in Toronto two months ago. What's what? Were you about to go off book? No, no, Simon. You're right. You I went to. Put away, sorry. I went to uh, the Scotiabank Theater in Toronto. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, I told yeah. you. Avengers was in every yeah, single theater. There was hilarious. no other options. Like Bread and circus. That doesn't seem right. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But if you actually look at the video game industry, unfortunately, it's kind of became the same too, where there's only like eight major franchise players. And other than that, everything is the periphery. It's either EA sports games, a couple of first-person shooters. That just seems to be 
a microcosm of everything. You know what I mean? That's just that a few big players end up being end up the only people everything left. Yeah. and then they ruin it and yeah. then it starts again. It sounds like civilization. Yeah, pretty well. I mean, holy shit. You see, it is itself. a simulation. It is man. a simulation. Ugh, fuck, it's all too weird. I mean, you would think, right? It's all just it's coded all in there. It's too weird. Um, is that it? Do you have anything Well, that's else? pretty much I, I I mean, I can go back and... No, no, no. Yeah, but we're I, at that's, an hour and a half. That's we, a lot. We really, yeah. yeah I we, mean, I think that... I think we, we beat Brian job. Cox to death. I did have I one... Have, you have some points? Go you? ahead, Okay. Mark. Hey, let's hear. And, and I have one thing I want to talk about that has nothing to do with Brian Cox before we go. Well, should we... We're doing it. We'll do a post, Joe. We'll do a no, Joe, post, Joe. I think this is such important information that I need to make sure it's heard. Oh, you don't think enough people listen to the post, Joe? You got it. So you're going well, well, to you're going to post Joe. I, I will say you are right. <laughs> you're no, going to humor no, me. No, no, our most please. recent post Joe's looking good, boys. What's the number on it, Kamar? 3800. That's terrible. That's <laughs> better than out of here. Come on, let's go. Um, yeah, so <laughs> the ancient civilization guy uh, dropped a huge knowledge nugget or the theory. The ancient civilization guy. The, the guys you can't, No, 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 sorry. The guys who don't possess anything live on the volcano. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> told Brian Cox that your ears are your father's and they hear the past, but your eyes are yours and they see the present. And, and he was, he was, one of the smartest guys on the planet was dumbfounded by this guy's insight. Who doesn't know anything from Jack or Jill or what a nursery rhyme is? I just. Well, no, but I think that's unfortunate is that we think that because they live on a mountain and they don't have possessions that they don't know Jack, Jill, or they don't know shit from. I think that's an unfortunate thing that we do as people, where we're like, well, they, they live on a mountain. They don't know shit. Well, yeah, They're I not mean, educated the way knows? we are. The native Canadians and Americans were hunting buffalo, so they couldn't possibly understand complex emotions like we have today. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's Which a, is yeah. bullshit. Yeah. And then... Um, but it was a good quote, Kamara. I'm sorry. At yeah. one point, uh, they're talking about, well, we've, we've got to make sure coders get laid. Yeah. And they're not getting laid, and now we have incels. I just thought all my points are just stuff that but that's just a, Joe was joking. That's such I a know, rash generalization, it, but it's know. come to fruition. I mean, we do have incels, but at the same time, there are plenty like nerds are cool. Now there are plenty of coders getting laid. I did. That's it's, you know what they would. He was I'm joking. Just saying, it was these a joke. Are not I'm glad from, you brought that up. Cause real quick, I'm I just wanted to say the guy, the guy that said <laughs> the guy that said his wife was going to leave him. If he didn't stop jerking off, you should leave her. Yeah. The cheating. Yeah. That's by jerking off. That's insane. Unless she's willing to suck your dick whenever you ask at the drop of a dime, then I'm jerking off. It's time to let her go. Oh, she's gone. This sidebar sidebar on TikTok. There's a whole genre, which is guys going. She cheated for the fourth time taking off their ring. That's like so like millions of videos of people doing this. Of what? I like on TikTok the girls jumping naked onto their cameras. So there's girls that jumping naked. That's a genre. There's Asian girls dancing. That's a genre. There's people cooking. There's, there's, there's imagine a thing. This is Vine again for you, isn't it? It's TikTok now, bro. Yeah, it's, it's the biggest. It's the biggest of them all. TikTok. It's the biggest now, of them all. For now. And there's a genre on it of guys saying, "I can't take the cheating anymore." With like sad country music playing and like admitting the world that like it's just like. I don't know why you want to share that with the world. Maybe it's cathartic for them or whatever. Maybe it's fake. <laughs> They're making cares? money somehow off this Tic Tac thing. Okay. And now. It's very off Brian Cox, but okay. It's going to wrap. Well, no, it started because you talked about yeah, yeah. the guy cheating. Um, that was on the episode. Said, and I said I was going to talk about something other than Brian Cox. That gave Kamar carte blanche to. Uh, Joe was talking about, and he sort of pulled back, and I wonder if it's because, but he used to push a lot about why can't we have online voting? 
You know, you use your bank account online. You do. We oh, that was a great point. Online. That was a great point, though. Well, well, wait, wait for it. And then he was like, like hacking's going to happen elections. And what happened? Like this is just before Donald Trump. We found out that hacking wasn't going to be changing votes. It was going to be changing people's perception with all these fucking dummy accounts. Like it's, it only makes sense after the fact. Well, no, because okay, the ha- Joe's talking about hacking the actual vote. Well, I, he, I see where you're going. I see it's where you're going too. Interesting extrapolation, but that's not what Joe was talking about. No, he was talking about uh, somebody going Physically in and adding hundreds of more the, votes. What were those machines called? The it, it doesn't matter. D. Their problem is so it's like he said, our predictions are never right, but it was sort of it, they're never right, but they're somewhere and somewhere <laughs> along the way. It's such a good point, though. I love that they'll move trillions, trillions of dollars trillions of dollars the alleged the can't be hacked trillions well, every day get joe, moved joe said it man he said it it's like why don't they want you to vote online well because why, everyone why votes they, and then yeah that's then they right have a real these people problem. only win because they know that only 10 percent of yeah, the people of turn out to vote yeah, it's like, my biggest, i know why or I'm whatever just i made that number up it's but my you get my point. it's my biggest no, 10 point million's probably close it's the, really? my biggest point well there's 360 million i don't think they got 30 what i agree votes. with joe the most strongly about how even in canada the whole election system is a fucking sham where it stayed in fucking 1910 technology where we're at now like it, it the governments are balking so badly on this such a waste of money having representatives like you don't the communication is there now you know what I mean? People used to have to come to Ottawa to represent BC because how their voice get heard and they got their constituents to send letters, whatever. Like, that's just not, it doesn't even matter anymore. I'm way off, Simon. Not, not surprisingly. It's It'll happen. 50%. Show up to vote? That's yeah. the turnout, apparently. That's what, that's what this fuck. says. That's a good turnout. That's what this says. According I to just, Donald Trump. I just do not fucking believe this. And then the last point yes. I wanted to bring up was Joe was talking about, I've heard there's a Mar- Mercedes 45%. E-Class. Yeah, that Tesla can, hadn't even come out. Well, Tesla was about to come out. I mean, they, they referred to Elon in this. But it, not for Tesla. Exactly. and now he was coming on the show. And so Joe was, Joe was talking about um, how this car falls in line and now all cars do it. Like it, it, it's almost a standard. They in German were talking cars. about private companies sending, becoming the new norm. SpaceX, to send, yeah. SpaceX hadn't existed at that point. Yeah. I don't. Well, think. I'm did sure. It? It, I'm sure it existed on a boardroom. Oh, maybe it did. Yeah, I know, maybe I'm had, wrong. I maybe it had wrong. funding. It was starting to work the funding. Yeah, yeah, had, out, whatever. There's no way it didn't have funding. Yeah, at this it's only point. four, this is years, four ago. years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's crazy. That's crazy. Regardless, though, they were talking about it. They had to have been working on a lot of things. Come up like that. They did not know. Brian Cox, I'm sure, would be very excited to know that there was a. Tesla launched into space. Yeah, just for sure. Man, that yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's again. Dude. I want to thank. Well, uh, the black hole was crazy. Do you want to get? Said, do you want to get this one well, right? We we know it exists, mind you. We've never been able to photograph and it, and nobody's going, ever been there. Oh, I was like, O'Brien, oh, you imbecile. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. But um, yeah, infinite monkey. That's the thing I enjoy the most about the po- the uh, this did not age yeah. well process. Yeah, is going back and go, oh, they said this. They were right about that. That's never happened. Oh, that happened the next day or whatever. So thank you to the fan that uh, suggested this. Uh, here, I'll pull him up right now. It was uh, Jamie Oliver, the so chef. I don't think it's no, the, the fan, chef. The fan, but it's a, uh, it's a, it's on the off chance that it is the naked chef, <laughs> we appreciate your patronage. It was no, a, it was Jamie Oliver, and then Darren Vincent seconded it as a fellow Brit. So thank you, Jamie Oliver, for the suggestion. This was a I gave it a fucking five. So there you go. A, yeah. It was a great episode. Great suggestion. You guys hit it out of the park. 
Yeah. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. And please, if you're on the Patreon and there are any episodes you want to hear, just let us know and we'll try to work them in. I mean, we do try to, you know, we do want to pick a few ourselves, I think. But if you guys are going to keep picking the ones like this, then. And if you're not on the Patreon, what the fuck's wrong with you? Sorry, that's just my opinion. I know Matt. And I was, no, well, no, I mean, he does, he does have a point. <laughs> I'll just say this. What um, you waiting on? I'll just say this. If you enjoyed this episode, we do release at least three of these every month on our Patreon. You can join the Patreon for as little as $1 a month. Um, and you can sleep at night knowing that we don't even get that whole dollar. <laughs> so I hope that makes you feel better. If you were like, these motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. don't even deserve... Yeah, my dollar. <laughs> cents. Yeah, then you can no, rest assured that know that we're not getting it. So Don't forget to mention you get the post, Joe, right away. Yeah, and as well, if you are on the Patreon, you also get the post, Joe, uh, right away on Tuesday. So, I mean, not that a lot of people listen to it or enjoy it. Um, but yeah, we really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, there was no Joe this week, so uh, we did an extra one of these. Watching I want to talk about what... Uh, by the clock right now. I watched this on my... Uh, Bigfoot Sighting Society. I mentioned that I was going to watch this documentary I'd be looking forward to seeing. It was called uh, Extraordinary, The Story of Stan Romanek. Yeah, just hear me out, though, because I don't... Kamar's already tuned in. Basically, this is so nobody watches this movie. Okay. Because oh, it's you did a service. fucking terrible, and it's it's it just seems like lies. I just want, I need to tell you about it because you're never going to watch it. Okay. Granted. So Stan Romanak is this guy who says he's been abducted by aliens. They like have relationship, blah, blah, blah. This has been going on for a while, which, okay, Did fine. Do you know this going in or does he mention this? No, at no, the no, beginning? no, no. I knew that he was an abductee. I knew I was going to is be watching. Is this a Bigfoot documentary? No, it's an alien okay, documentary. Okay. Sorry. You I lost was, me there. Sorry. That's sorry. Why aliens. I was, okay. Aliens. Yeah. He's been abducted by aliens. Okay. I knew this going in. Yeah. I, so I knew it was going to be something weird, mm-hmm. but I thought... A this lot is of, what you do to relax? Yeah. A lot of people talk about these guy, this guy I've heard, and like, this is a very credible case, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, whatever, fine. I'm going to watch it. First of all, first of all, they show aliens in it. <laughs> okay? So... <laughs> It just if now I want to watch it. Well, I have to show you the aliens, but if he has these videos of them doing this, Matt, they're coming up to the window, looking in <laughs> and then zipping out of the way really quick. Anyways. And you continued watching. Yeah. It, but as I'm watching, I, I, at no point was I like, wow, this guy caught fucking footage of aliens. He, if there was, a, if somebody did capture footage, it's like Bigfoot, right? If somebody actually got footage of Bigfoot, you would have seen it. It would have made the mainstream news, you know, like yeah. that. First of all, so that there, that that's number so one. So you don't believe in Bigfoot? No, I definitely believe in Bigfoot. Um, Hence the society, my friend, well, even though that's not what it's about. I did. I don't necessarily believe that he's ever been captured on film. Okay, keep going. You and had you had a, a documentary that, if you can call it a documentary, I, I, it's a piece of whatever it is, a piece of crap. Um, this guy, so he says he has the aliens on camera. He also says that um, 
You took notes? Well, because there's so much shit. Is it, that are I, you supposed to be doing this your weekly meeting? You know what's incredible? It's incredible. We sat we sat down before this, and Kamar said, Kamar said, you're looking for some way to slip in aliens? And Simon's so nonchalantly, now that I think about it, this is like this didn't age well. Now that I think about it, the way you just brushed it off made total fucking sense. Because we had no idea you were going to Oh, no, do I've worked this. them in. Wait, wait. As you said, I've dude, worked them in. Dude, yeah, yeah. let me finish. Let me finish. So he... No, because the end part of this is the part you're going to like. Are you going to get to it? I'm going to get there soon. Um, So he also claims that he gets all these equations sent to him that he only remembers under regressive therapy. They show all the equations that he's writing, but at no point do they tell you whether these equations mean anything or if they have an answer. You know what I mean? They just show him writing on a board. Anyways, suffice to say, this whole documentary goes on. It's him being abducted, blah, 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 blah. And then in the last three minutes, the screen goes black, okay? And all of a sudden, this crime ticker pops up on the screen telling you that Stan Romanek has been arrested for child porn. And then they say, (laughs) then they say, but remember... These people, and they give another list of people, and all their articles, have also been arrested for child porn. Meaning that lots of people get framed for, that's what they're insinuating here. Whorehouses and child porn. I see, I definitely My see point, a, I definitely see This is a like meme, a, do you see, this is a meme. My point is. Listen to Simon go on. <laughs> okay. I just, imagine watching a whole thing, and then in the last two minutes, they tell you that the guy... Lead with that, motherfucker. No, that's a strong denouement. No, you got used. There is... N- Dude, I was so angry. I was so That angry. makes me angry because it seems like it's like saying, don't trust someone if they got arrested for fucking kitty shit because they're a real... They're doing the, the good work, but they're framed. Like, I think it's very dangerous for them to do that. <laughs> I have no... I don't know Unless why you... he was actually framed. But in that case, he saw aliens, so... Do you know what the worst part about that story was? It happened. Don't watch it. Please, everybody, don't watch it. Wow, that's that a public movie. service. Thank yeah. you, Simon, for there doing that. There you go. No, the worst part about that story is that I have now I now have to edit it out. <laughs> that's the hardest part about that. And that Simon's gonna listen back to this and go, didn't oh, I talk about that movie? Oh, that'd be funny <laughs> well, if you did have to that. Edit it that'd out. be that'd be the first did prank of somebody's the... name or something? No, that was the worst four minutes of podcast. I radio. think your storytelling is getting better though, Simon, for what it's worth. <laughs> Okay, you know I go fuck yourself. <laughs> I think that'd be I'm hilarious. not editing it out, Simon. Simon no, I know, I know you're not. And point the the point was, <laughs> don't watch that movie. He listens back. No, that, you don't did, watch you, it. You did some good work. It's for worth there. it's worth googling to see the alien. Okay, but that's at about the window. It. And gotcha. if you have watched that movie already because you didn't hear Simon's warning, let Simon know that you share his opinions. Yeah, uh, that somebody being actually said, reached out and told me it was good. <laughs> 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 you're being had. They know you're. They know you're fucking. They easy were waiting target. until yeah. I got to the end. It was, what are you talking about? It was fucking Romanowski himself oh, for that's sure. Actually, funny. He's hoping you're. He was hoping you're 16. Um, oh Jesus! That being said, we're gonna end it there. Yeah. Thank you for sticking around. Um, as usual, you can follow us on Instagram, JREE Podcast. You can you email us. You gotta. Yeah, you can email us uh, jrepodcast at gmail you can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar. For the weather. 
Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Floydy, F-L-O-Y-D with five E's. Don't bother talking to me about the show because I probably won't fucking give you the time of day. Um, oh, the DMs I do. Sorry, if you DM me and you have something useful to say, I always respond. But if you're going to shit on me for how I feel about shawls, I don't really care. Oh, real quick. Oh, no, we'll do that on the post trip. Bigfoot Sighting Society. Yeah, follow Simon and his Bigfoot Sighting Society. 56 followers, man. It's coming along, buddy. There you go, it's man. It's coming way. along. Yeah, faster start than I had. That's that's organic, too. That's organic. <laughs> no, no, this I think you're going to become a billionaire off this. Yeah, for sure. I, I have to agree with Kamar. Um, Thanks, boys. And again, one last time, if you're enjoying this series, we've now given... Th- is this the third one we've given away for free? We're not doing this right, I don't think, but yeah, some of that. Whatever, we've, we've given away for three for free. That's what we do. This we're, is the last one you're getting for free. I'll tell you that. Unless Joe goes on <laughs> figure out something else to do when Joe goes on vacation. I got I got a uh, sorry. No, from now Endless. on, from now on, if you are not on the Patreon and Joe goes on vacation, it's gonna be one hour of us guessing fucking movie gross. Oh dude. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't whoa. promise them something <laughs> they want. That's not terrible. It's a whole I, I that's a new podcast. That's something I could look into. All right. Either way, thanks for listening. Um keep your eyes open. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> 